good evening and welcome to another edition of the Cantina Mickey's podcast. We broadcast live every Thursday night here on our YouTube channel, Cantina Mickey's podcast on YouTube. And of course, you can listen to this and in previous editions of the Cantina Mickey's podcast. Uh, you can download from either Google Play or iTunes. Glad to have you with us. My name is John Jagu, your host here on the our little show we like to do here in our little corner of the world called the Cantina Mickey's Podcast, and uh, I'm glad that you guys are joining us. Uh, pull up a chair, pour yourself a cocktail, and uh, listen to uh, about a 90-minute, 120-minute podcast doing with the world of soccer, particularly Mexican soccer, but we do delve into other topics as well. But uh, our main focus is uh, Liga Mekis, La Selección Nacional de México, and uh, the business and pretty much the, the entire infrastructure that uh, Mexican soccer and other soccer sports. We'll talk about it here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. With us tonight, uh, right now, a, uh, a limited panel, but uh, as the night goes on, I'm sure we'll add more and more folks as we always do. But we'll first uh, start off uh, over uh, just about, uh, about about 30 miles as the crow flies from where I am here over in Kyle, Texas, but a good hour on the highways here in Austin. We have with us uh, Albert uh, Campachikis. Good hey, evening. How are you, sir? You doing, doing all right? Doing well. Yeah, a little bit of yeah. allergies or overcoming a cold type of thing but yeah doing doing yeah i've I've been having to do i thought the cedar was over but uh no no cedar had its last and it had its last offensive this week and i think it caught everybody by surprise so uh but hopefully uh hopefully that's over now chicky says since we have it's just you and me i I did notice uh, when we were in san antonio uh, a few weeks ago and i don't want to out you for anything but i did notice chickies yeah that you had a sticker on your car of a of a team oh yeah that uh, now I, you could tell me that you bought the car used and it just came like that, and I, and and I get it and I'll understand. But I don't think that's the case. I think that 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 is a sticker that you probably put on the car yourself. It's a Puma sticker. Correct. Yeah, got that when visiting Mexico one day. And, and um, you know, Pumas uh, was was expected to have a you know a, a flan jarocho this weekend at the, or I should say midweek. Yeah, last night, as a matter of fact, at, at Seúl, it did not happen that way. It did not turn out that way for Pumas. They lost two to one, and I think that it uh, it, it proved a couple of things. One, and I think I think you and I both knew this. Pumas is not as good as their record indicates. Number one. Number two, they're they're no nowhere near good enough right now uh, to over to overlook anybody. Yeah, correct. So, good lesson for Pumas to learn. Yeah, and that was evident a little bit in the uh, the the last game over the weekend. A lot of their goals were sort of like bad defense. I mean, El Chavito, he did it. He's got he's speedy and he took advantage. But that one goal where he just beat the he, he beat the back of the defender, that was sort of, that was sort of bad. Hey, defense. I mean, do you score how you score? I mean, you know, you, I mean, why why would you know, are you going to apologize for scoring him? You know, dude, you know, I had to do it. You gave you know you you, you made it so easy for me. I had to score. I'm sorry, dude. You know, I mean, come on, that happens in any game. Uh, I mean, they've. I mean, they had a terrific goal uh, uh, against against Veracruz. You know, they they scored well against the uh, against Tigres. So, I mean, to me, that's a you know oh, yeah, that's really an argument. But 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 you know, to lose to Veracruz, you know, a team that was and 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 props to to, to Memo to Memo Velasquez, you know, for going into that stadium and knowing you know what he knows and and and, and where he came from and 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 to get the you know to get the much needed points for Veracruz. They weren't they weren't out of the game. They they didn't play too. Uh, they played okay. 
I think against yeah Bear. they played they played pretty well actually they have and he's doing he's not doing it with uh, you know usually but I could just, you look look at their roster and it's like you know you know one hired gun after another he's actually doing it with with a couple of youngsters uh, which is uh, you know at least mildly encouraging for uh, and just just like a year or so ago everyone was hating on Van Dranken. And he he's still in the mix. And Barreta, I'm not really too up on Barreta because he's old and stuff. But he he's okay. Dude, he's not even thirty. Well, I guess he's been around a long time. Well, what he's had is a couple of knee injuries, just like David the W. Cabrera. Yeah, uh, um, and then even that guy that what's the what's the guy that gets called up all the time? He he's been playing really well. Gallardo. Gallardo. Their whole team is sort of like gelling, sort of a little bit like America is. Um, right. No, I mean, I, again, we're well. not. I'm not saying that Pumas is a bad team. You know, I'm just saying that you know, you know, Pumas, you know, is not nearly as good as its as its record. I mean, they they've obviously you know a thousand percent better than they were last season. I don't think anybody denies that. But you know, the, the, you know, this was a good lesson for them that the, you know you can't you can't take a day off. I mean, especially in Liga Mekis, where the you know you know you know where the there's just not that much a difference between a quote unquote good team and a quote unquote bad team. You know, it just it's just it's just not that. You know, it, it's not like other leagues where you know the top two teams go play the bottom two teams, and, and you know it's going to be a six-seven nothing whooping. It's, it's it's just not the case. In, yeah, uh, in crazy because then you have uh, you also have last night Monterrey Cruz Azuliar against Cruz Azul. <laughs> pretty much, they tied two two. Right now, the, to me, the most egregious thing about the about the Pumas Veracruz game was that uh, you know Pumas lost to a team that was wearing a purple uniform with neon green. Borders and piping—you can't lose to a team dressed like that, especially at home. It just—it just—it it, just—it it just looks bad. And you know they are the Tiburones Rojos. What on earth are they doing, wearing purple and green? That's all I have to say about that. Can't lose to a team dressed like that. Yeah, there's some weird, uh, always some complaints about the uniforms. The uniform As well, there colors. should be for those. I, I'm, I'm usually you know okay with like the alternate color, but I mean at least. You know, at least have it to do something with your, with who you are, or 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 where you came from. Yeah. So, I mean, especially if you have the name of a color in in, in the name of your team. So, yeah, that's... but you know that that's. Uh, but again, uh, you know, you know, Pumas hopefully will will learn from this and. You know, the goal is not to end up in first. The goal is to get a minimum 25 points. You know, the more obviously better so that they don't have to worry as much about, uh, about next season as, uh, as they could be if they were floundering like they were last season. So, you know, I mean, they, there was no way that they were going to finish the season undefeated. You know, go and take your lumps now. And, uh, they got a tough stretch. They got the Cholos coming up in Tijuana and then they're playing, they're playing uh, Chivas in, in Seoul, which, you know, and I'm sure that most fans right now would say, "Well, that's going to be an easy game." You know, Chivas are terrible. But, you know, Chivas is, uh, you know, they are they are a good team right now that's trapped in a bad team's body, and sooner or later they're going to break out. Sooner or later, it's going to happen. Hopefully, hopefully after the, after they play, after they play Pumas, but it, uh, yeah, a win against Chivas would be would be great because the America win wasn't there, so we need this one. And that's it might not happen because Chiva seems to be waking up a little bit. With, yeah, we um, are going to enter the uh, the Chivas Crisis Center, but we, we do need to get some Chivas in in you know on the on the podcast in order to do that. Of course, if we don't, then you know we can we can just yeah. you know take our shots as uh, 
you know, I'm sure that they'll be some defenders. You know, I was also hoping we could get, you know, get a, get a Leon fan on here to, to talk about the, just the, the misery of, of, of losing games by the, by the margin of goals that they're, 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 they're they lost, you know, four, zero, five, zero. They played Santos yesterday. They go up and then, uh, 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 Johnny Tavares, Tavares rather scores, scores a hat trick. They went five to one, uh, just, uh, just obliterating Leon, uh, Landon Donovan, <laughs> it's like, you know, it makes me wonder, it's like, if their defense is that bad, why on earth would they sign a, you know, you know, you know, ask a, ask a guy, to, a forward to come out of retirement if, you know, if, if their defense is as, as bad as it's been. So, you know, it kind of makes you wonder about that, uh, that uh, particular business decision that Leon made considering how poor their defense has been. Very, uh, very discouraging, uh, discouraging rather for the, Los Esmeraldas, but Chick, is you're thinking that uh, that the Chivas is is uh, is on their way back, huh? Yeah, I mean, to, this is this recent game. This is the first time I've noticed Almeida actually excited and happy and enjoying himself. He's before that, like I said previously, he's sort of been gloom and like wanting. It seems like he wants to get out of there. He he wants out, and he's just frustrated because no signings and stuff, which I think is a bad excuse, but. Um, but now he's it seems he seems more animated. He seems you know a lot more excited. Pulido scores uh, two goals and he seems back up. Now it uh, it it does seem that uh, that that they are uh, you know the, the, you know it, it, it's like it's like there's been an avalanche right and 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 they've spent the night in the cave you know knowing that there's an avalanche and they're, and they're starting to dig their way out. And, and and the snow is starting to get just a, just a little just a little bit softer. You know, it, it's not as hard to get through. You know, which uh, which which might be might be a good sign for them. And of course, we we can't have we can't go into the into the uh, into the Chivas Crisis Center without a Chiva. And luckily, a Chiva has joined us out in Los Angeles. So we are joined by Joel Laceves, a Admitted now, Hoyle, are you still a self-loathing Chivas fan, or 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 have you or have you learned to no, love Chivas again? I, I'm realist, John. I, I keep it real, man. So you, we'll just call you el el, el Chiva pragmático. That <laughs> that's about right. That's yeah. about right. El, el we'll call you Joel el pragmático. Okay, well, Joel, uh, 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 not not a not a win, but not a loss. In fact, a a, a good a, a good result, uh, or, or I should say, a good way to, to 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 get a draw for Chivas. You know, a way to boost the confidence, a two two draw. Yeah, but but I think from I think the team needed from the last two games they played, they needed they needed four points. Uh, so while it's good, it's still still leaves the team in a bad in a bad position. I was, I was I was looking at the at the charts at the Citadel and uh you have to make about twenty five points to make Liguilla. And do you think that uh that Chivas is gonna make those twenty five points uh, based on, on the schedule and your and your premonitions? Uh, no, no I haven't missing out. I, I have to Making about twenty. Twenty. Uh I I think yeah, th- they have it pretty tough. They go up against 
Pachuca next, which they host at home. And uh, alongside of Cruz Azul, they're the only two teams that haven't been able to win at their home venue. And uh, and then after Pachuca, I, I believe they have they they travel to Seoul and then host America. So I think that those those are going to be pretty tough games. Uh, Pachuca is is tricky, you know. They they could they could it could go either way with Pachuca. Depends which. Which Tuso shows up, uh, but but yeah, it's it, it. I think I'm gonna go back to the whole winning at home, and I think if we look at if you look at Puebla, they're in fifth place right now with 12 points, and uh, that's basically all they've done is win all their home games. And it's not like they've been beating some schleps at home either. I mean, they beat they beat yeah. Tigres at home, they beat Chivas, they beat Toluca. <laughs> Uh, uh, recently, yeah. So if, if your if your team has Puebla on the schedule and you have to go, we have to come up with a good nickname for the for the Camoteros for the yeah. for their stadium, yeah, the Camote Dome. But and you know, and and yeah, it's it's a, they have a good coach in Ojitos Mesa. He's they do have a good coach in Ojitos Mesa. Yeah, he's, he's been around coach. the block. Yeah, and so I think that that's a, that plays a big role in in. And just doing good for the league. Uh, I personally would love for FMF to give Ojitos one one more chance. One more chance at the national team. Well, he did get those that one game, right? He played a real Brazil. chance. A real chance. Oh, a real. Well, who knows, not, man? Not a not a not a pity chance. You know, not not a lifetime achievement award kind of chance. You know, a, a proper. You know, yeah. maybe he can have a have a, a, a La Puente like run. What? Well, <laughs> That's true. And and the thing I'm going to say about Ojito's team is that it's a modest squad, you know. It it kind of it kind of doesn't help Almeida when when and uh, Chivistas for that matter when it's like that the team didn't have refuerzos and and it, it kind of invalidates some of the excuses that we could have to see a team like Puebla doing that much better. Well, I mean with, no, with, I mean with a more yeah. so and and He's had the team for less, you know. Well, Almeida's already been at the helm for like, let's say, a little over two years. Um, so it's going on to three. So that's. No, you bring up you bring up some very valid points with uh, with the Camoteros there, yeah. and uh, and they've won all, all of their games at home, and. Uh, Yes, you know, I, I, they've got guys like David is then David Toledo, you know, a couple of ex Pumas around that team, Acosta from uh, or is it Acuna? I forget what you know, an ex Tigre. Yeah, a lot I of ex guys are are playing at Pumas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can't even name you that squad. I wasn't expecting much from Puebla, just that they were gonna avoid the relic the drop, you know. Uh and and but through the are man, fifth place. It's true, Three they men. are uh, you know the, the the team actually the and I, and, I, and I hate to say it, I hate to say it, and I'm sure that maybe, maybe we should wait a little longer. We should probably wait a little longer. I can't do it. I can't. I can't do it, Joel. What? <laughs> you can talk about Pumas. No, we've already we already had our Pumas chat. Oh, okay. You already had yeah, we had, we had an exclusive an exclusive Pumas chat earlier. Oh, okay. And 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 and, 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 and you know you know both uh, you know Chiki's had some very salient points uh, about about what, what was that Chiki's you were saying about Pumas. Uh, you know they're, they're playing. They're playing well with what they have. They're not. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, some players are having much better seasons than, than anticipated, and it's and it's and it's and it's obviously paid off. Yeah, they're not going to tear through the league, but they're doing well. They could they could be a surpriser. I can I think they could surprise in the league. It could be one of those, you know, they'll win the championship just like previous years where they weren't like the dominant force. No, they could right. just be the just just be the, the 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 steady team that we've that we've that we've grown to love. Well, well, John, and yeah, and they just lost their their um they were undefeated, so I think that just leaves America as the only undefeated team. Um, Club I, America, they suck. Yes, but but John, and you know, yes. I, m- most of the predictions I had, they they've been pretty. I've been pretty fair with them, but but the one where where I did get it, it looks like I'm getting it pretty wrong, and and we both had this this one is. Cruz Azul as um we we picked them as favorites to take the league and and they haven't won at home either and I think that's that's a pretty big problem to have. It's early. I think the jury's still out on them. They they got a really good result up in uh up in the Tamalera in in Monterrey. Uh, you know, Monterrey. winning against a, a good a good Monterrey team uh, and then coming from behind to do it. And then I don't know, man. Just not winning at home and then. I was expecting good things from Gulit, you know, and this guy comes back and he's he's overweight. One shepherd's pie too many. That's right. That that that's that fine <laughs> Scottish cuisine will do that to you. <laughs> and then he gets to finally play and he gets injured. Yeah. Do you think it was it was the fine Scottish cuisine, uh, 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 Hoel, or yeah. do you think it was the Macawins? You have a lot of fried food over there. The, the, the Macawins lager. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but he was, he was having a good time. Um, so that's that's not. I don't know, man. I think if, I think Rusulud, their next game's at home, right? I believe uh, so. So yeah, if they don't win it, then I think we could pack it in right there, John. I will do no such thing. I I, I don't know what you're talking about, Joel, but. Uh... You know, at, at least at least we had our Cruz Azul early in the season, and not the, you know not like hanging on to. It. Although I, I do think the jury's still out on them. I think that the, that slowly but surely uh, they're going to. Uh, well, they already dropped. You you know, John, they're just they're in 15th place, just just one spot above Chivas is 16. Yeah, but you know that doesn't mean anything. I mean, how how many points are there between them and uh, in seventh place? Let um, us consult. Uh, well, you know, no, don't don't make me don't don't make me do you, make me do you do some work there, Hoyt. I mean, come on, you know. Let's have a look. Have a- I would I would say eighth because uh, eighth is Tijia. All right, know? so 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 ten points. That's Leon. They have ten, and Cruz Azul has seven points. So they're three points behind. No, you're right, but but the thing is, no mames, wait. I mean, come on. No, no. Well, see, I'm not saying the the. Won't make Liguilla. I'm saying their odds for me, their odds of winning the league would drop considerably. Well, I think it depends. You know, again, you know, it's, you know, at what point? At what point will they have their 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 magical three game winning streak? You know, as you know, we talk about yeah. this on the show all the time. A three game winning streak in in, in Liga MX gets you from fifteenth to to third in three weeks. That is true. That is true. And well, they play. They play a Puebla, so they're hosting Puebla, who hasn't been good on the road. But then, and Cruz Azul, because I see them having similar, at home they have similar problem as Chivas. They have so, 
two draws and a defeat. Well, I wouldn't so say something has to give, right? A team that doesn't play well at home plays against a team that doesn't play well on the road. In the road, <laughs> yeah. Someone, somebody will suck less. No, that's how you sell that game. Who will suck less today? But but I like their schedule. It's, it's, I think it's better than Chivas because, I mean, they do travel away to Santos, but then they host Querétaro. They have three games at home, John, which I think this this is going to be there. Yeah. This is what you're talking about. You know, this is where, where they get a big chance to turn it around. So they do face Querétaro, Pachuca, and Pumas all at home. Are you even looking at this right? <laughs> yeah. They're going to have three home games in a row. Um, and then they, then they the, the game that all the Cruzazulinos look forward to is uh, they're going to travel away to America. Holy, you are not kidding. They have three home games. In a row. How, how does that even happen? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> it, you know, yeah, those those are all. That, that's a good stretch. If, if they make, you know, nine points from that or three even loss. seven. No, man. That was, I, I think Querétaro and Pachuca are, are winnable, and but Pumas will be tough. But then America, that's, that's, America's been their cocoa for years, man. This could make or well, break them the, right there. Yeah, so, uh, so their schedule gets really tough at the end because they have America away. Then they have, they have to go to the Volcan. They get uh, Lobos Buap and Morelia at home. So I think that uh, – and the, but they ended on the road at Veracruz, and that could be a game that, that could be Vida Muerte for Veracruz. And then, then that's going to be at the at the pirate ship. Yeah, at the Pirata Fuente. Um, yeah. The so drunken still, pirate ship. It's like one. Of, it's it's like a booze cruiser <laughs> off the coast of Los Cabos. All right, John. So I'm glad you still have faith in in the Cruz Azul, man. Hey, you gotta uh, you gotta have faith uh, in what you uh, in, 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 in what you've picked. You know, just like that's your, true. Your your amazing uh, Henry Martin pick that you made. <laughs> I'm sorry. Or should we call him uh, Henry Martin? Henry. Yeah, he he took away the um. What was it? The accent. The, or the oh, from... did, did he go Martin? Henry Martin? Something like that, man. Good, I for, don't... Him. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. Now, he was uh, you know, up there with, with the Lirias Goleadores, and I wish... Oh, well, I, I, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. I was going to say I wish that, uh, that, our, that, our, that our resident Santos fan was on with us, and, uh, and, and, and I thought he wasn't, but, but I'm sure that he was, was just... just... Just in time to talk to Giannini, who's... That's right. We were, who's we making were just... a run. He's making a run for Cardoso's record, man. Who right. not only, not only, uh, Joel is is the leading goal scorer in in, in Liga MX, but is also scoring, has scored more goals than two thirds of the league have. Yeah, and, it's, and of course, where where we want to welcome Daniel Preciado, who joins us from Escondido, and or is it Escondido in, in California? Well, I guess it depends on who you ask. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. asking you. Uh, I say Escondido mostly. Escondido. All right. Yeah. We'll go with that's that. We'll you, go that's, with that's what most of us say. Yeah. We'll go with it. Well, Dan, how are you, sir? Obviously, I'm doing great. Did you enjoy the goal fest? Believe it or not, I, I was on the road. Um, I caught the second half, which is uh, clearly the uh, less exciting half. Sure. But, uh, but no, I did get a chance to, to watch it in a. 
<clears throat> yeah, no, I mean, how, what, what can I say? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm thrilled. Uh, the, the team. I just don't want to get too excited, but, but the team and and Leon, when they've lost, they've, they've really lost. If you're gonna so go down, wanna... go down hard. Yes, they. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't want to look see too, look too 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 much into this match. So you're, hey, you're, man, you're second you're, place you're, is nice, you're... though, man. No, no era para poner las campanas al aire is what you're saying. Yeah, you're, you're keep, keeping your feet on the ground. I'm trying keep, to, but, man. It's difficult, but, though, but, but because, still reaching uh, for the stars. When, when they're when they're clicking like that, man, you get a little excited. It's hard. Not so to. when they click like that, do you do you exercise more? You eat better, and you want to say, you know, what, I want to get in the medium jersey, and then you really like like like, you know, we need we need to put on the the. I need to I mean I need to get a clip of the Rocky Four. Uh, <laughs> Cool. But of course, I guess we could always, you know, since it is Dan, we could, uh, you know, give him the, you know, as you, as you're getting ready, because you know you're having a good seat. But you're like, man, that medium shirt is my goal. You know, the, the trophy in the medium shirt. You know, I, I mostly look okay in it right now. I could still, I could, I got a little bit. I'm a little soft, so so it's a little bit tight all over. The the tightness around the shoulders doesn't look too bad. It's it's around the belly. Right. Where so, when, uh, when in, I forget in, and relax. Um, in, in situations where, let's say, that, that the opposite is happening to the Santos and they're not, you know, I'll just say the opposite is happening. The, 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 you digress into just, you know, you know, drinking more beer and, you know, eating, you know, just just worse food, a big yeah. cloud over you. And it's like, yeah, I start like, yeah, you could just picture me yeah. like lying, lying, uh, eating right. a hamburger on the couch, right. wiping my greasy fingers on the couch. Um, rocking my extra large Open, opening uh, your beer with either your teeth or your eyelid because you're too lazy to grab the bottle the bottle opener yeah exactly and, then I'm, and, and I'm probably wearing my extra large Santos jersey with that signed by a homie oh, dude. Why, now why just settle for extra large when you can go for the real, the well, real prize if you were to see this one though it, this is no ordinary extra large this was a well, I'm trying to remember what, 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 what was the the shirt, the the manufacturer back then. Uh, was it Atletica? Yes, yes, and it's big. Yeah. I mean, it's like a muumuu. That song's playing in the back of my head as like as I'm like struggling to get the get those last extra fries down <laughs> down my throat. <laughs> Come on, finish That's right. it. That's right. <laughs> Just uh, do it for injections. Do it for Harem. Yeah. I uh, well, you should be very excited. I mean, they, you know, they've obviously played well, and now, I do. I do want to make a correction. Last week, we th- I, I had mentioned on on the show here. I thought that 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 that, uh, that Tavares was Portuguese, but he's from the Cape Verde Islands, which I, I did not realize were actually uh, uh, competing independently in the. I think I think in 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 the African nations, uh, or at least yeah, you know, you, uh, in the CAF. You made me uh, do some Wikipedia research. After you said that, I was like, "Really?" And then, uh, yeah, I, I, I yeah. came to see Wait. the same thing. But yeah, but I thought that he was uh, for some reason I had it in my head that, that he was eligible for Portugal. But I guess I got which. But, but, but they were a they were a satellite nation at one point, so it's not like you know we were you know crazy. Totally. Yes, but if you're a Sorio, is, is he is he eligible for? No, because he's played he's played for the Cape Verde. He's he's made a but senior. Has he played? You know, but Cape Verde, do they even play official games? Yes, they do. They 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 they, 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 they participated in World Cup qualification this last time. Oh, Africans man. Cup probably. 
But he's and, great, though. He's, I mean, <laughs> he, he, but he it's a shame that you don't even get to see him. He wasn't that well last last season, and then he he, he spurts on the scene today or this he, season. He was he was decent. He was decent. He wasn't up to this. I think I think everything. No, no, he did right to uh, he did to Leon what what I think Joel was thinking he was going to do to Chivas. Although he did, I guess uh, I was score a, a really that. good goal against Chivas uh, to uh, to ice that game. Yeah, no, I knew he was going to score against the coach. I was like, the leaky defense. We might as well roll out the welcome home mat for the Giannini. But I got to ask. Um, I have to ask um, Dan. If he's worried, because it's one thing we've noticed before is that Santos likes to like America likes to poach your talent, man. You know, so how how much longer can you hold on to Tijanini yeah, before? It's, it's it's clear that if if they if he continues to score like this, he'll probably be wearing an America jersey, and if he were Mexican, would... somehow he'd probably wear an Chivas jersey. I'll put a mask, hit him in the knee, take him out. For like a couple weeks, he could recover in time for Liguilla. Well, I think I think he's safe now because America seem is looking pretty stacked up front. They are, but but their other strikers, they don't have a player like Di Giannini, man. That, that's what they that's what you want. Well, he's a unique you know? player in the league. I mean, just to, to his size, athleticism, strength. I mean, and then like and he's got and he's got talent on top of everything. Like so, right now, the way he was. Um, Playing both sides too, playing, um, trying to recover, playing defense. Uh, he's 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 playing lights out, top to bottom. His finishing, yeah. also has been nice. I mean, it hasn't just been just regular goals. Some of them have been quite ni- uh, really nice uh, quality finishes. Any anything? I mean, yeah. I'll be he has, shocked. He has if a he, very if, large if, range from where he can score goals, and he can score. And goals. I'm not sure if he saw, but like just anyway. the way he's able to close spaces, like when he wants to. I mean, during that Leon game, and even against Chivas, I think I, th- I, I thought I saw a couple instances where, in open space, all he had to do was poke the ball forward, and just completely out sprint everybody else, and he was creating a, just a ton of chances just doing that. It was. Uh, yeah, he was just looking like he was moving at a different, completely different gear than everybody else. Uh, I'm like, man, this dude just looks fierce right now, just vicious. So, yeah, man, I'm 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 pretty excited. But yes, obviously, if he continues to on this ridiculous streak, then he'll probably be poached by one of the one of the more affluent clubs. Well, then Santos will just get the the next one. Because they always, they obviously have seemed to have had a really good eye for you know they're just one of those teams that does a really good job in picking. Or oh, America could trade the scientist for uh, for Giannini. Well, he was at Santos. He was at Santos way before he was at America, and he and he was terrific at Santos too. And they're wanting to dump him to uh, MLS, I think. They are. To... I have heard that too. Yeah, he would do great there. I think. Especially because uh, he he shines a little bit more individually, so he's he he'll be able to do. I think he'd be able to do some good damage there. I, and and to be honest with you, I'd still welcome welcome him back to Santos. Maybe it's the elevation or something, but maybe uh, I I wouldn't mind seeing him come back because he was good for us. I know he's been a bit of a disappointment for for Las Aguilas. 
But again, I don't think he's been terrible either. Not as bad as some uh, some of our fellow podcasters would 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 make out to be. Inconsistent. Yeah, very inconsistent. But um, I just think about my dad. I mean, my, he he's probably the biggest uh, s talker of them all when it comes to these uh, ex Santos players playing for his team. Every time they miss, like you'll hear like uh, just passive aggressive comment, or even not so passive. <laughs> oh, that's right. He said he like just uh, well that you know what, what would you expect from an ex Santos player that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like oh, this is no no nunca la hacen en América. That kind those kind of commentaries at the right. it's too big of a club, which I. I don't, I, don't think, I don't. I don't think that's sort of this, but the pressure. It, it sounds like a... Ronald. The pressure gets to them, and they can't handle the media, and they cry to their mothers. You think that's what's uh, that's what's keeping uh, Darwin down is the pressure. That's that's Ronald. Ronald has has said that before. And the theory is, uh, with a big club like America, people go there, and all of a sudden the spotlight's on them, and they're you know they're they're under the microscope for every little move they make. I can't handle it. I'm not the one saying that, John. I'm just repeat or Dan, uh, Beto, I'm just the one repeating what other players have said. I mean, Darwin himself and uh, Ronnie De Luna joins us uh, on uh, on the podcast. <laughs> But Darwin himself even said that that, uh, that he had a, had a, a just a ridiculous time adjusting to even even to Mexico City itself. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's been uncomfortable at Chivas from the get go, and he's never. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, not Chivas at at America. He's just he's he's never been able to 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 find any kind of comfort there, and it's been obvious that he just hasn't played well there. And I'm surprised that they've they've held on to him this long. Someone need to uh, check the fire alarm there, boys. As, as, as a battery down on somebody's fire alarm. Yep. Someone needs a new nine volt. I heard it. So, uh, but and 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 the other thing that, that that's pretty obvious right now is that I mean, frankly, America just doesn't even need them at this point with, with the way that they've been playing. And with uh, the, they, uh, the acquisition of how do you say it, Jeremy. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. There, there's no longer a, a Frenchman. Just one French. Now there's another Frenchman. Who is uh, trying to uh, steal the French spotlight? And he uh, is this why they uh, they scheduled or they're scheduling that PSG friendly? Who is America? Yeah, I, I heard that today. Are they playing uh, in the states or in Mexico? I don't know. I, I'm assuming probably in the, in the it, states. I would it assume. could be a, a shirt sponsor thing, you know. I think PSG wears a Nike jersey, if I'm not mistaken. Or yes, I, th- I think I think. Yeah, Normally, no. I'm sure it's yeah. one of the reasons why Neymar went there too. Oh, Brazil, Nike, and all that type of stuff. Oh yeah, I'm sure that uh, that that had something to do with it. So, do you guys think that um, going back to the conversation that we we're having, do you guys think that it, it's because um, I I'm not saying that America isn't a big club. It is. It's the biggest in Mexico, but is that Sentiment um, widely accepted that it's a big club. 
Because, yeah, because I, I, I kind of feel like some. I've, Dan, some Dan, I've Dan, actually uh, kind of undervalued it's, it. It's the biggest club in, in Mexico. I mean, there's no question. Yeah, no, Dan, I'm not questioning I, that either. I, I, I've never seen a team reach a final and be in a crisis. And that's America. I mean, it's. I, well, I'm just I, talking I about from the foreigner's perspective. Like, um, like, d- does everybody view the team to be like this end all be all thing? Like, like Benedetto, for um, for instance. It, it is a bit curious. So you don't think that uh, he, that it's is is it the size of the club or is it more just circumstantial? I think it's the size and, and it's just the amount of media that that that. It, that that comes with it because what, what was that one coach you guys you guys had for a while that I mean that dude that dude like laughed at it laughed uh, at at this grandeur of, of America oh it was uh, it was uh... was it Ramon Diaz no yeah yeah Pelado Diaz yeah Ramon Diaz yeah I mean that dude was smug and just like and he lasted totally like dismissed weeks. it well you, you I mean Ramon Diaz and even Coco Basile and stuff like that it's you could tell even that the press even got to them. Well, I think that what happens with them, I think that they they underestimate the pressure and the uh, well. And, they think and, and, they and think the that they're going to be attention. here. It's like it, they think that they they come here and they think that everything's going to be. Oh yes, teacher, teach me. You know, and and they and they come or they leave with you know with a, a different mentality. It's like oh man, you know. So it's 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 just different. It's it, it it really is when you're when you're coaching a team like America. I mean, you also have to understand that that America is in, is in a city that has, you know, it, it's more populous than the state of Texas. Yeah. You know that that's there's what, like like twenty five to thirty million people live in Mexico City alone. Yeah, the great well, the, the metropolitan area. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Ron, it's Ron you should really get that 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 that, that battery put in your smoke alarm there, buddy. Dude, it's not it's not me, dude. It's not us. It's Our probably one is, of his restaurants, and he doesn't want to get like fined or something uh, for not keeping his 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 alarms up to code. Our stuff is hardwired. <laughs> Our stuff is hardwired, so it's not a battery thing. <laughs> They're all they're all hardwired, but they all have a battery also. What's that? They have a battery backup. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I'm saying the lights are on, so it's like it's not the battery. It's, you know, are so it's are like, you in a basketball court or something? Somebody's shooting no. hoops. No. <laughs> now, when I first moved to, to the, the first the first house, I got different. Sp- I do have different speaker, you know, like a different speaker or headsets, you know, like bo- bo- what is it, the, the Bose or Bose? I don't know. It could be that. Well, you know, I'm not going to lie, Ron. With the new headsets, it's te quita un poco la soberbia, güey. <laughs> Just a little bit, no. no but, 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 back, but back to uh, America right now. I mean, obviously, they got the, the, their Frenchman, but, you know, Martinez been playing well. The uh, Colombian guy who scored those two goals is just, just outstanding. I mean, they, they, they took apart a, 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 a more than decent Morena team pretty easily. So, uh, you know, it's uh, um, a team that... Uh, that I think you know, and Ron has even said that they have they haven't really played their best yet. And now, Ron, I wanted to ask you about Lainez, and Piojo uh, uh, said that you know they they kind of rushed him, and he and he threw him back to the U twenties. 
once you've given a kid like that a taste of a uh, playing pro, I mean, I mean, is it worth sending him back to the U twenties, or would you rather him? Well, I'll give you a perfect. I mean, Massa, you know, with Massa Rodriguez from Chivas, he got sent up in first game in, 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 in Liga MX. It's when uh, Unam basically obliterated Chivas like seven one eight one or something like that, and. uh and they sent them back to. In fact, I don't even think I think they sent them back to the twenties. I think they sent them back to what was that team that they had Tapatio or Tapatio? That was the second game though. <laughs> His first game was against they sent the Tapatio Bay. So yeah, I remember and, that game though. So, so obviously, I mean they they really thought that. Uh, what was the final game. score, Hoyt? Seven one or seven zero? Pumas did that. Yeah. <laughs> really. Yeah, long, long, long time ago. Some, some people don't remember that anymore, John. Well, apparently I don't remember that, but that, yeah. that's not. I'm, <laughs> yeah, sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure you're really, really glad that, that Ron brought that up. I, I still remember Hugo Sanchez. They're, they're already like up by five goals, and he's still, he's still sending his players on attack. Oh, and Uga had a, a very particular way of celebrating goals too. He had like like a very particular motion. So I'm sure, like you were getting sick of seeing that motion. Yeah, man. I was like, you know, he could have already ended the match. Mercy How interesting rule. that uh, that uh, that Mexico's greatest player. No, not even not even in the in the twilight of his career ever ever. Wore the uh, wore the stripes. He wore America. He I even know. wore Celaya. He did. But not um, once did, did he wear the stripes. Did, did he have a problem with Chivas? Someone did. Someone did. There's a story behind it, and I just never heard it. But yeah, even as coach, he got he got turned down for the coaching gig. Uh, now, now you know Chivas was the was the victim of of his greatest triumph in in as a coach when he, when he won his first title. Oh man! <laughs> I'm sorry, Juan. I'm, I'm 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 being mean to you. We'll just we'll give you. A, yeah. See, when we're being mean to Juan, we need to give you a full, a full Vicente, so so you don't so. You uh, don't, it's a full Chente. The full chente, so you don't you don't smart as much. It, well, it, it takes it, it's it's like it, it's like putting an ice pack on it. It takes the swelling down. I still have. It sounds like a, it sounds like a dirty Sanchez. It's like the the full <laughs> chente. <laughs> I still yes, have what? the coach doing good at the at the Concacaf Champions Cup or yeah. league or whatever. Yeah, do you do you feel uh, do you feel uh, a, a, a trophy? Are they going to make a run at the trophy? I do, but if they don't, I, I still feel they're going to put a strong fight for it. Do you think that the, that that they're that they're using the the ter- the, the the local tournament to try to to get no, they, a bit better for the Conca champions? No, not using it. It's it's just the timing, you know. I think by the time it's in full swing, Chivas would have recovered, but it would be too late. Uh, not sure if Tigres is in on it. I think they could. They could pose some trouble there. Well, let's uh, let's take a look at that bracket because I know that the, the, they, they they get going next week, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, that's that's gonna 
that's going to help the season, you know, for the trouble Chiva fans. Hey, John. Yes, sir. Do you think that Lainez going to the uh, youth tournament, youth World Cup, hindered his, uh, you know, his role in America? I think it did. I mean, uh, to me, why send a kid like that when he has no business? He's already proven, you know, he didn't have to go to that tournament. If you're going to send him anything, send him to a U20. You know, you know, give him something, give him a challenge. I mean, he was, he, he was, was clearly dominant. the best player on the on the you know when it, wherever he played, he was clearly the best player. And for, even in that, it, even when they played against England, man, he yeah, was there, there was no question, absolutely. But I, I think, I think that that you know, not competing with the first team or, or not training with the first team and stuff like that uh, hindered hindered a, you know his his progress. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, retrospect and stuff, but I, I think I think he'll bounce back. And like, you know, some of the guys from you know Univision Deportes, you know, who who know him port personally and stuff like that, saying that, you know, when they see him and they interview him and stuff like that, he's, you know, it, it hasn't gone to his head. So I mean, that that's a good sign, though. Right now, well, uh, getting sent back to the to the to the U twenties will do that to you. True, true, but but getting, I mean, getting sent. Getting sent to the U20s or the reserve team because of disciplinary matters or whatever, I mean, that's one thing. But, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, you have to trust, you know, Piojo. I mean, the guy's done things, you know, he's done things right with, with America, you know. You know, we even talked about this, Ronnie. When I think that was the exact question I asked you. I said, I said where would you – we need to, you know, we need to check the videotape. But I think I asked you, you know, what would you rather him do, go play in that tournament or go or, or stay? And I, th- and I think you said he needs to stay. Like, I'm not 100 percent because I mean it, it is obviously it's also to represent your country, but you know even if I I don't honestly I don't recall I don't recall but but uh, but I do think that like I said in retrospect I think that may have hurt him that he should maybe should have been with his with his yeah. team fighting fighting you know fighting for that first division spot. There was definitely uh, like a before and after with him uh, after that tournament. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, and I mean, to, to me, you know, you know, it's like if, if you have a, a kid who's 16, 17, and, and he's that. I mean, didn't didn't Vela and Giovanni and all those guys weren't they seventeen when they they played their first? Like they could have played two U twenties, but they just played the one when they were seventeen. I mean, that that to me is who uh, is is the tournament you send a guy like Vanes to. I mean, who cares about the the U seventeen if you if you've already played professionally? Why why would you why would you why would you do that? Yeah. And but, it's like uh, you know, it, it's like you know the kid you know the, from Morelia who was the only one that was first division experience at the time of the twenty the O five uh, under seventeen what was his name. Uh, oh, well, Ever Guzman. Ever, yeah, I mean, I can understand that because I mean, it's not like he was a consolidated player with you know Morelia. I mean, I, but at this time, you could say you can make an argument that Lainez was. You know, yeah, he, he was, he a, was playing he was well and, and had and had a good role. Yeah, he, he had a role to play. So yeah, so yeah. I still have hopes for the kid. Yeah. Now, now back to the Conca Champions. We'll, we'll get to America's uh, bracket because it does start next week. Uh, Guadalajara has Cibao of the Dominican Republic, and if they win that, then they'll face either Santa Tecla or Sounders, and that's in the quarters. And then on the top of their bracket, it's a uh, Motagua playing Tijuana. That's actually going to be played in Edinburgh, uh, down in the in, in the valley next week, and uh, Olympia and New York Red Bulls. So. Uh, Guadalajara's competition for this bracket is our Sounders, Red Bulls, and Tijuana. 
So I yeah, think you can say I, that those were all winnable for, 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 for Chivas to make the final. Yeah, there's only two rivals that could, that for me, um, you know, can ruin, can ruin a trip to, to the FIFA Club World Cup, and that's, that's Tigres and America. But I think America would, I think they're putting all their marbles in the league title, something they wanted since their centenario. And I think Tigres might not have, they're not doing too good, man. This tournament might be Tuca saving grace. And, and you know. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think Tigres might want, want to go back to the club's World Cup again. Right. No, I mean, I understand that, but I'm saying, but for them, I mean, you know, the final is 50-50. For them to get to the final, those are the teams that they have to, that they have to. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's doable, man. Yeah. So the final, you know, the other, the other bracket now uh, has America paying Saprisa. And then if they win that, they'll play either Tauro or FC Dallas. Uh, and then uh, Rapids and Toronto uh, play uh, one game and Herediano and Tigres are on the other side. So, uh, uh, Toronto uh, could put Tigres in the quarterfinals. You know that one. You know at this point, I mean, honestly, it's a, how 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 serious is Tigres? How serious is Toronto going to be? You know, who knows what's going to happen there? Uh, hey, uh, sorry to interrupt, but hey, Juan. Yes, sir. A uh, couple, maybe about a week ago, uh, I forget his name. Uh, the dude, I think he's based out of Miami, Juan Juan Arango or something like that. Uh, oh, reporter. Yes. He he posted a link. Uh, uh, it was in it was in French regarding an interview. With Saprisa's uh, president, and I did the Google translation thing and, and stuff like that. And uh, did did he did did leave Saprisa uh, with with bad you know books and stuff like that? I mean, was he was he in the red? I I don't know because I do know he sold. He could have been because he sold the team back. Because I mean, that was under the impression that the guy was, you know, he he turned around the club. You know, they won like four or five championships, like almost in a row. Yeah, when, winning wise, he turned them around. I don't know profit wise, how, but I know he sold the team back to a group of investors. Okay. Now, was he yeah. the one that, uh, that that put the only Costa, uh, only yeah. Costa Rican players? He did that. Yeah, and 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 I'm gonna return it to you there. Uh, they, yeah, they they won a uh, Concacaf champions. They I know, but they, they beat Pumas. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> against Pumas. <laughs> the purple that was, dragons. That was Ugo's. That was Ugo's low point. <laughs> you know, I, I deserve that one. It's a circle. It goes full circle. That's right. That's right. That's right. No, we, we, uh... you, you know. You know, you would have thought with like all that success they had because they won a couple league titles, one or two, I'm not sure, and then they won that Concacaf one, and you would have thought that that they would have embraced that that Tico's only thing, and they didn't, man. As soon as as soon as they got the team back, first order of business was to bring a handful of Argentines, and it's like, well, what are you gonna do about it? Yeah, well, they actually, uh, yeah. So they they play uh, uh, America in the uh, in the Conca Champions coming up. So you know that that's going to be an, an interesting bracket. See how that one uh, how that one plays out. I don't necessarily think that America and Tigres are, are both shoe ins for uh, for the semifinals. Uh, uh, I, think, I think that they're gonna that it's gonna cause it's, it's gonna be a 
uh, a much harder obstacle to overcome than people think. Hey, John, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, this new – this is a new – I will correct you if you're wrong, sir. <laughs> this is a new edition of the CONCACAF Champions, right? This yeah, this is a a, a freshly uh, new format, a, a, a newly formatted where they're just letting uh, the MLS teams and the Liga MX teams not even not even play a group stage, so you automatically go to the to the knockouts. But they've added a round, so instead of having to play you know four games, and now they're making them play one, you know, one game that they quote unquote should win. So, so it's kind of like similar to like the old Champions Cup, where you know the Mexican teams mostly they they would usually start off what in the in like in the quarterfinals or something like that either quarters or semis yeah I mean it was it yeah. was pretty late yeah yeah so uh, so that that's going to be the new form and then uh, in, in in next month they're going to announce the uh, format for the uh, for the new uh, Concacaf League that that's going to be coming out I still don't see how. How well, Mexico would ever agree to that. I, I, mean, it, it, I saw the Euro, the Europe one, and and it it, it actually makes sense. And I think that this is what they're going to do. Uh, they're going to do group. Well, hang on a second. Hang on okay. a second. They're going to do groups of three. Yeah. Right. So there's there's and when then they do a home and home. So that means that that they're going to have two free dates. To to to, to where it's going to be a fecha FIFA, and they can schedule a friendly against whomever they want. That's how it's going to do because that, that's what the Europe the, the the European league is doing. Do you think? Do you think they're still going to make able to make the money the, the federation? Uh, well, I mean, they're not going to be able to. Well, you know, they, what they would do is that they would just schedule moleros that aren't uh, fecha fecha like they used to fecha. Which actually, to me, actually, I, I to me, make make more sense because if you're going to play molero, why are you flying chicharito? You know, why are you making them? You know, travel. 26 hours when you can just bring in, you know, bring in, you know, somebody to try out. So, yeah, I, I do think that they'll still have their some games. They they just won't be fetch at FIFA, which to me, you know, if you're going to play a, a Monero, then at least, you know, send some guys to see what they can do. And, you know, not guys, you know what they can do, especially, you know, in the, in the year after the World Cup. I mean, and I mean, they got to find some new blood somehow. <laughs> do you, I mean, can you honestly see? Do you honestly see, or can you see, any any positive? You know, for because it seems like the only ones that are that are you know t- that are gonna take away from this are, are the, the smaller teams from the Caribbean. And, well, you know, and, and, and it's gonna and it's the same in Europe. The way that they've structured it in Europe, I don't know if you saw it wrong when they announced it. Is uh, they have they have four uh, four groups of twelve teams each, <laughs> or it's sixteen. I forget. Maybe it's sixteen teams. Uh, whatever it is. Or maybe it's three of probably three of sixteen makes more sense. They have group A, group B, group C. Uh, whoever wins that group gets automatic automatically goes to Eurocopa. Mm-hmm. So they have that to play for. So that's huge for the the one you know Group A or the France, Germany, Italy, England. You know the 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 the, top, the twelve best. Yeah. The, the the but they also have promotion and relegation. So if you're twelfth in the uh, in Group A, you go down to Group B, and then the first guy that wins Group B gets promoted to Group A. So mm-hmm. if if the and then obviously you know group C etc. You know group C gets promoted you know, to group B. That, you know that makes it very interesting because then the, the if you if you're a team it gives you something else to fight for as well you know. Yeah. Because then you, you're gonna want to be in group A if you were one of the top teams that fell. So that's pressure. You know, that's pressure not to you know to do good because you don't want to drop or if or if you're you know. 
a lower tire team, you want to be in the group A. You want to be in. So if 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 Concacaf follows the same format, then you know Mexico is going to be playing games against the U.S., against Honduras, again, you know, against Costa Rica, El Salvador, etc. I mean, now we were done. That, that's if Concacaf is going to do it that way. There's no guarantee that that's what they're going to do. I personally didn't mind the hex, you know. Well, the hex is still going to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like, I mean, like that's what I'm just going to. It's like you know, we have the hex and stuff like that. We have the World Cup qualifiers, which you know, believe it or not, I, I thought I think they're exciting. They're pretty exciting, you know. And especially the last two cycles, they you know, it's like wow, a lot of surprises. But I don't know. It's just uh, this whole League of Nations thing just not convincing me. You know, you know, Ron. Don't forget, Ron. Howard, please. Oh, I was saying, I was kind of in the same boat, but I think it helps. It helps the region a lot, and we're gonna start seeing more more away games, Mexico. Because I, I I hated I hated the media how they would say first win in in. Uh, in Tegucigalpa or wherever. In 20, in, in 20 years. Yeah, in 20 years. And it's like, well, we, we almost never play there. You know, uh, and same with the Canada one. They made it seem like it was very tough venues. But I, I do think it's going to help a lot of the teams from the region to grow and become stronger when, when we could play and more you of also these can't games. Forget, you also can't forget that uh, starting in 2026, Coca-Cola gets, what, six slots? Yeah, yeah, and, and but so, but I, I, I mean, think, I mean, yeah. to think of a team like was it uh, Dan? Who was the, uh, the 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 Caribbean team that was in Mexico's group of the Gold Cup? The the Dutch team. What was that? Curacao was Curacao, right? Yeah, Curacao. Yeah. You know, think of a team like Curacao. You know that that just you know as a freshly minted national team. You know, this is a big opportunity for them. You know, you know this League of Nations. You know, and then the the because the, I mean, I think that they have a really good chance of uh, you know of at least making the hex. You know, so the League of Nations for them would be very good. Now, you talking about Curacao? I do understand, Ron. You're saying that. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think they have they, they have they have talent. They no, were a fun I, team. Those, I, those games and they have the potential to be way more competitive than Moleros. You know? Oh, there's no question. They, I mean, they're going to be more competitive than Moleros. We, we feel like we're getting the top. You know, we might be facing Chile or some team, but they always send the reserves or they're under 23. Well, so it depends. Yeah. Uh, well, for the Monero, yes, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it'd be, it would be great, honestly, to, you know, to go to, you know, go to a Jamaican play game. Why not? The battle, it's a battle of minnows, man. No one, no one wants to see that. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, but every time Mexico, I mean, how, how, when was the last time you saw Mexico really golear a team on the road? They don't, they don't play those. St. Kitts and Nevis teams anymore. Yeah, but that's the thing. Is that they, I mean, they don't have a. They probably doesn't still have wouldn't in the League of Nations either. I bet but you they would be playing the Jamaicas and the Salvador and Honduras and and Guatemala and all those for sure. Yeah, those are on a different level. But these Curacao and these island teams, they're gonna get demolished. They're gonna stay well, in that level three. Well, three TNT level. obviously will, will can can hang, and I think Curacao can hang, and Jamaica can hang. And then, uh, so so those three for sure. I, I I I agree with you on the other. You know, some of the other ones, but you know, but if the other ones get to battle it out against you know among themselves like they do in the League of Nations in Europe, then they then you know then they know that they're going to have you know a competitive. It's going to be competitive for them. And and and, and yeah. I mean, imagine a team like like you said, Saint Kitts and Nevis, let's say, that plays two World Cup qualifying and then they're done, and then they don't have they don't get to play another competitive match for three years. 
Seriously. No, no, it's right. Yeah. But they do have what, like they do have like uh, the Caribbean like, cup and this and that. Just like like the, the Central Americans have uh, what is it the Uncaf cup? The or Uncaf, like that? right? Which they're not playing in the U.S. And they should yeah. they should put up the friendlies. Some friendlies every now, and then. but I, I think it's well, a good idea. Just like these uh-huh. lower, like I guess they're in three. These lower groups are just going to be empty stadium type games, battle of the minnows. And for Mexico, it's going to be like a, who even cares about all that stuff. It's like I kind of have kind of have to agree with you, Cheekies, because you know now, like this newer generation, all they care about is Europe, you know, and and it seems like they don't they don't they're not going to care about Saint Kitts and, and Nevis and Trinidad and Tobago. And to be fair, it's not like I really did either. Yeah, but I uh, I again I don't think I mean Mexico out of their four games or whatever games I think they'll play one of those, and the other games they're going to be playing. Are going to be the Guatemala's, El Salvador, Honduras, Canada, etc. So I, I totally understand where you guys are coming from. You guys are absolutely right. There's, yeah, the the, the League of Nations. It, it, uh, the only way, the only way it benefits Mexico is because they get to play some competitive road games. That's it. They get they get they get good road experience. Yeah. So that Lasco says they don't have to have. The news say, "Oh my God, they want to do it. It's the first time since 1992, or, or or you know whatever it is." And you realize they've only you know yeah they had a they had a, a three game losing streak, so it's the first time in four games that they won there. It doesn't sound as dramatic when you say, "Hey, it was you know they they you know the first win in four tries." Yeah, and and, and the one time we won, it was they changed the venue. <laughs> where, where was right? Because they played two. Wait, Honduras uses the two stadiums, huh? In, um, yeah, so in yeah. 1993 they played in Tegucigalpa, and uh, it, it's yeah, that's I mean, where we we smacked them around. Yes. <laughs> now, with, with the U.S. obviously in the problem, the U.S. Federation with the problems that they're having, I can't I, I, I can't see them liking this tournament either. You know, you know, they want to improve, and now with like the new president of the, you know, the soccer federation, I, I wonder, I wonder how long it's going to last. This new tournament. Now, do you think? Do you think that this new, uh, the new president, uh, they're going to be a friend to the MFF, to the federation? That's what do you think? I hope so. I mean, how much? I mean, I I have to think, and and, uh, and Rami, you might be correct, but but doesn't the U.S. Soccer Federation get a piece of Mexico's games? Yeah, yeah. Any 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 game, any any game played, you know, in the United States, the soccer federation, the U.S. Soccer Federation gets a cut, depend, and that all depends if, they, if they it's get national or it's international. Yeah, they get and there are arbitrage too, right? Because it has to be uh, it has to be. Uh, well, they use uh, Canadians and, and Salvadorians. No, they don't always use U.S. refs. I thought I thought for friendlies they had to be. No, they yeah. use. I mean, they have the Canadian guys. I've seen the the real good the real good uh, ref from El Salvador has come up and done and done a couple of them. What's that guy's name? Aguilar. Something he's a good like ref. He's a yeah. good ref. He, he's the best ref in the region. Not not is he? He's as good as Yeah, that guy. <laughs> as good as who? Geyser, Geyser. Oh, Mark Geiger. Good guy, Geiger. You know, Mark Geiger, he had a really good World Cup in, in Brazil. He, he, he 
rep really well. I thought he had a good and cold cup too, man. He, he had a yeah. He he did. That's what that's. I, I got to tell you, that was just. I just I, I just love the irony of, of of U.S. fans just pissing and moaning about how you know how the 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 the, the referee and this and that, and then like you know you know you know having the ref be an American that does that. It's like. You're right. You're absolutely right. You're a terrible referee. You're absolutely right. I still don't I buy was... it. You, you know, you got this big investigation going on, and and investigations coming out of the U.S. And, and you really think like a U.S. ref is gonna like throw a match in Mexico's favor? It, it's just, it's just ridiculous, man. Yeah, it's. Uh... You know, and besides, you know, there was a one angle from Tevez Azteca that, that that clearly showed. Yeah, it showed. That, that that the dude hit the ball with his hand. Like he hit the ball with his. He knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah, that angle never got played. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, Somehow that one never made the world feed. Yeah, he knew exactly what he was doing. It was almost it was almost as bad as uh, Joel Wiki's, you know, mysterious <laughs> handball. <laughs> you know, WikiLeaks WikiLeaks is uh, is is going to be. Uh, Playing for the the new uh, USL Las Vegas team, coached by coached hey, by. He already Felix. played. He, he already, I think he's already been playing. Yeah, did I, he give I, up a goal? Has he given given up a goal yet? I don't know, but you know who else is on that team? Uh, there's a have a they have a there's a bunch there's the the. the oh, but it's a really big name player, man. Well, Gerardo Lugo is on that it, team. Is that it, you're thinking? It, about? It, it, no bigger name, dude. It, the American Messi, dude. Oh, oh, Freddie Adu. Yeah. yeah. He's he's still young. He's still got like he's like seventeen he's like years 20. old. So. No, he must be twenty three <laughs> by now. I, I think like twenty three. Okay. He started at thirteen, man. <laughs> <laughs> so Freddie Adu's on that team. There's a, there's another guy on that team that uh, Mexican guy, isn't there? There's there's quite a few Mexican players on that team actually, but I I know for, I know uh, the ones that stuck out for me were uh, were Gerardo Lugo and uh, and and WikiLeaks. Who would did he make the uh, did he make the the the, the Germany 06 roster? Did, did do we have a, was there a Wiki on that team or or, or Wiki, did, uh, did Wiki did make uh... or he took he took Claudio Suarez instead of Wiki. I I have more faith and confidence in a, in a forty year old. Sweeper for Chivas USA than I have in my in my young twenty five twenty six year old starter. I don't, for remember, I don't remember. Did Wiki make the two thousand six or two thousand ten? No, it was two thousand six. Two thousand six. Yeah, because he was in that in that he was in the Moreto Gold Cup, uh-huh. and and he played a few of the of the qual like he played a few of the qualifiers. Uh-huh. Maybe the ones after they'd already qualified. So he was definitely in the picture. That's my favorite, my favorite nickname ever. Who was? I think Ron knows this one because he saw the, he saw the. Where are they now? Special. Yes. Is this, is this one Mexican? Uh, I forget the name, and I, and I saw some of the clips. He was this Mexican player. He ended up playing in Guatemala's like second division. Yeah, Alejandro and, Na- Alejandro Nava. And they would, he would get a ride to the stadium like in back of someone's pickup truck. <laughs> How do you how, how do you go how do, how do you go from playing with Chivas because he played with Chivas and then and then yeah. you know he left Chivas and then you know Manuel Lapuente tried to to revive his career in America this is like you know around two thousand two 
I mean, the guy hit rock bottom, dude. I mean, he uh, he even he said that you know Omar so Bravo took he his hit job. such rock bottom that he had to play for America. That's no, that, no, that is no, he hit hard. rock bottom because he had to play the second division. In oh, in Guatemala. Well, isn't <laughs> doesn't Luis Landin? Isn't he going to play? Doesn't he play for Herediano right now? Or yeah, yeah. So he's he's going up against uh, against Tigres. But that's a little bit more respectable. Than yeah, that doesn't compare to getting a ride on the back of a pickup truck. You're playing like in a third field. It's yeah, and, and, and like and like after the game, you have to clear out because there's going to be a hotty bail. You know, in the same <laughs> <laughs> the same stadium. You know. So, well, see, and, and those are the experiences that uh, that that Mexico is going to have in the new Concacaf League of Nations. They're going <laughs> to they're going to play. See, and, and 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 if I were Salvador, I would say, you know what, you know, normally we play at Tecuscatá. Today we're going to play at the, you know, at, at one of the stadiums. And I think even uh, what was the, the name of the coach, uh, the Los Cobos? Yeah, the Los Cobos. Uh, you know, said that he practically had the, you know, had to hire a, a Sherpa to, to to get into the stadium to. You know, to, to navigate, it was just it was just really, really hard to get to some of those stadiums. That's that's where El Salvador should play Mexico. Just they're off the grid stadium. Yeah, how fun would that be? It'd be a laughing stock. Nah, we. I think Mexico play a World Cup qualifier. There's another Caribbean, uh, and they didn't even have they didn't even have stands. I remember one just, year it was just the uh, field. In like 1993 uh, or 1992, they, they, that's exactly what they just put on a practice field, and they they won like ten nothing. I mean, it was like it's like it's like how on earth can this even be? You know? Yeah, it looked like a like it looked like a practice game. It, it didn't really look like a. That's crazy, but but that'd be awesome if you're like if you're the panadero or the taxista and and you're in that team's national team, in the country's national team, and, and you get to play actual. You know, if uh, if Concacaf was smart, if they were going to do a League of Nations, then instead of doing the Copa America Centenario, you know that though they can that can have the Copa America, right? And Concacaf can have the Gold Cup, but the League of Nations is when they should rope in the uh, South American teams. You mean the combined? Yes. Oh. Then you would exclude all the South American, Central American, or not South American. No, Central. no, which, it's like it's like division. the same way as the as the European. Yeah. You take forty eight teams, or thirty oh, or whatever it is, and, and you tier it. That wow. way, instead of Mexico going to Costa Rica, they go to Argentina. Yeah, all this stuff, all this stuff is cringe, man. Like Mexico playing in all these well, look, and stuff but, is is okay. But like South American Argentina is not going to want to do that. But the point is, Chiki, is they're going to have no choice. They're going to have no choice. Oh, I think something. I don't think that'll happen. I think something will change. They, they're going to have, at least for this for this for this next run, they're not going to have a choice. I mean, they have they have to do this League of Nations. They don't have anybody else to play. Against. League of Nations, the way the way it says on the website, it sounds like there's different groups, and so all these. Like scrub teams aren't going to be playing amongst each other, uh, amongst each other, unless Mexico or U.S. do really bad and they get bumped out of their first group, which is get... which would never happen. Okay, so the, so so con- uh, Mexico is going to be playing U.S. over and over, or Honduras and all this. Right, uh, the that's top what I'm saying. They're going to they play the top six, six or eight teams, but yeah. if they include the South American teams, then things get a little different. 
Okay, right? so then it'll be it'll be exactly the same as America, and then you'd have these other meaningless games between. That, exactly, that's the whole point. If you're going to play a meaningless game, would you rather play a meaningless game against El Salvador, or would you rather play a meaningless game against, oh, I don't know, Brazil? In Brazil, yeah. where would you? What, what meaningless game would you rather play? Okay, yeah, of course, the Brazil. So, right. So, so if, if they're going to do this League of Nations things, then you know, the, 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 that to me is, per- and then you know, you spread it out over over two or three. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. How? You're asking if you have the phone line set up. Oh, can do that right now. We did. Cool. We did tease. We did tease. Uh, then we might have callers. Arm. Yeah. Yes. You know, we should. Uh, we should. Uh, we, we should suggest that to the, our, our our friends at the at Hey, if you're gonna do League of Nations, why don't you throw in Guamabol too? Well, this how thing great, is. A, thing how is great a, would that be, Naran? Would that would that change your mind about the League of Nations for Guamabol if, if if they combine it with Guamabol? Nah. I mean, if you're gonna play a meaningless friendly, which which is what it is, it's a, it, it's a friendly tournament. What's that tournament that Argentina plays between seasons? Uh, the, the, torneo, the, de the torneo de verano. It's like was like how was like four teams or whatever it is. Something like that. Yeah. It's essentially oh, it's, friendly... it's competitive, but it's essentially meaningless, right? Oh, it, the the League of Nations is to decide who gets to go to the Gold Cup, and also the seeding or the ranking for seeds to the Concacaf uh, qualifier, World Cup qualifiers. Okay. That's what the website says. Right. So they're they're not really. I mean, they're important games. It appears to be. But yeah, but, but it's going to be important. It's going to be important for the for for the lower groups. Yeah. Mexico's going to go to the Gold Cup regardless, right? So who, who, uh, who wants to call? Or who wants to call in, Juan? In, um, from the Yahoo chat. Oh, okay. okay. We, we have we have a separate we have a separate chat. Oh, they mean the YouTube chat. We have a separate chat. Oh, the Google chat. Cool. Like, do we have any, do we have any questions from uh, from the folks on the chat? Yes, to put on the lines. <laughs> oh, just oh, that's it. <laughs> to, 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 lines, to get the phone lines up and up and running. See, I can just see Chica kind of just like madly patching these these cords and, and there's this little little patch cable there to. to I picture to, him. To get I, it going. I picture him like the old the, the phone ladies. They would have to plug and unplug stuff. You know, somebody did ask earlier. We need to talk a little about about the, about Pachuca, which, uh, which which we're happy to do. Uh, you know, they obviously have gotten it going again, and I have noticed. I don't know if y'all have noticed, but uh, but uh, the Japanese player Onda is uh, has been getting a lot more playing time, and he's and he's played well. He's uh, he's helped them out. They just have no defense, though. Pachuca, yes, it came on the... So well, they're they're in sixth place. So, I mean, I think they're in playoff contention. They, they did they did beat uh, Tijuana. So maybe, maybe they're getting now. They did lose, uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, their goal scorer, uh, a person who Osorio never looked at, who was getting uh, who was the leading Mexican goal scorer in Liga MX, and uh, got a couple of goals at the uh, Club World Cup. Whose whose name is eluding me? It was a former former Chiva that scored the game winner against Monterrey. Who oh, help me out? Give me the name. What's the guy? Jonathan Gonzalez. No, 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 the guy that just got hurt uh, for for Pachuca, the goal scorer, the, the midfielder. That was a former Chiva. 
You guys are killing me. He was the leading goal, leading Mexican goal scorer. He got called up, but he got hurt that weekend. Blew his knee out. Oh, man. The name eludes me, too. We have one job, man. Wow, I can't believe that uh, that the name has slipped, slipped my mind. <laughs> Victor Guzman, yeah. thank you. Thank you on the chat. Thank you. Of course, Victor, Victor Guzman, the former Chiva. He scored the game winner against Monterrey in the final. <laughs> you know, I, I am embarrassed for our, for all of us. You know, we're supposed to be like these this group of folks that, that know this stuff, and not one of us knew that name. And, and, and frankly... This goes for every single one of us on here. I mean, that's just, that is just unfortunate. Unfortunate. That is unfortunate. That is, that is, that is unfortunate. Exactly. All right. So, so Pachuca travels away to Chivas, which I could see this game going either way. And then they go up against a Leon. They, they host Leon, who Leon's been. Man, their defense has been horrible. Yeah, yeah, it has. It has been. It's uh, they've given up. Uh, and, and and then you know a bushel. You know how you know how Cruz Azul had three home games. Well, Pachuca is going to have three road games. Oof. In a row, yes, to Toluca, Cruz Azul, and Necaxa, which are, are I think they match up pretty even. All those teams. Uh, yeah, man, they have so, a tricky uh, at, schedule. So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, do you think that, uh, you know, between Pachuca and Chivas, who who makes the league? I would I would favor the Tuzos, man. Especially if they take points from Chiverio. If they, even if they take a draw from next week, that would mean Chivas already lost 10 points in at home. Wow. That's a lot of points to lose at home. Yeah, to make them up on the road, it's, it's even very difficult. Do you, do you think Chivas plays better on the road than they do at home? Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I think they always play the same. I just think teams have figured them out. Where it's like they just let Chivas attack, you know? Because you know, like good. they're one of the teams that I think that has the more shots or the most chances. Doesn't mean that they're they're um good good chances or good shots, but I I do feel like a lot of teams just let them take the initiative, knowing they they could burn them on a counter. Right. Because they don't have the uh, the strongest uh, center. Now I did notice that uh, that Aranis did did make the start. You know, he 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 finally uh, returned to the starting lineup. So I guess his. Uh, his 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 confinement expired, and he was able to uh, be allowed to go back to playing. Hey, hey guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get going, but I just wanted to, before I leave, sort of interrupt John. Yes, uh, that uh, America plays uh, uh, Veracruz next weekend at the uh, famous Pirata Fuente Stadium. Yes. So, uh, what do you guys think? On a nice, cool afternoon. Beautiful afternoon. Yeah, like that one. <laughs> you know exactly where I'm going. To. <laughs> one long ago, <laughs> a camel's hump. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, there's a. There, if you guys are keeping up with the uh, the David Faltos and tweets, then now uh, 
they're getting there's there are other accounts with like David del Estupido <laughs> because of that little you know spat you know between oh that's right <laughs> yeah there's, there are, there, are, there are even cartoons of Cuauhtémoc Blanco hitting uh, <laughs> David Michaels. Dude, these guys are getting too creative, man. It's hilarious. But, uh, yeah. Just wanted to throw that one in there. Well, Ron, do you, do you feel better about your, before you go, you feel better about your, about your America? I, I said, you know, I know, I think that right now there's still at least a semifinalist. You know, a club. I, I just, there's certain, there's a certain thing that it's, for me that it's like, it's still not, clicking you know so they don't deserve the the just yet not yet not yet, not yet. Not they're yet. still uh they're still doing what with, with the uh with the other one they're still you know the, i still haven't escaped this yet this is the centenario song you're, yeah. you're putting too much pressure like like well like for example you know the game against tigres technically technically america was the better team that that game you know, and they should have come up with that team, or they should have come up with that game. You know, winning, but but it, it just seems like that they're 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 still making certain mistakes that they should not be making. And I still see that between the mid, the, the between the midfield and the attack, it's sometimes they're just you know they're either like I'll give you I'll give you an example. Um, I, I still think that, you know, William Da Silva, it, it's like he, when he's going up, to, you know, when he's attacking, he'll either pause or he'll just go right at it without, you know, looking at, at what's in front of him and stuff like that. And I think he's a good player, but I, I just, I just still, I still don't see that, the, that certain players are, are, are clicking with each other yet. Well, what I've noticed and, uh, about America now, and especially in the Reds, is that they don't have, well, you know, I know when they had Samba, and Samba was a go-to guy, but but he but he wasn't a guy that could get you a goal, you know, when you desperately needed. He just he just wasn't that kind of player. Not, not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, he was an outstanding player, but he just was never. He might serve it up, but he wasn't actually going to be the guy that scored it for you. Well, what America to me, what they lack right now is is that one guy that can come on and get you that, you know, get get you a goal when you need it. A guy that is that is just a proven clutch clutch guy for them. Now I know that Oribe has 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 had that role in the past. And he's done it a little from America, but he hasn't, you know, hasn't really, you know, shown up when they absolutely have to have it. I think that 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 is their one missing piece right now is that they don't have a, they don't have a guy that can, that can get it for them when they absolutely have to have it. They have multiple guys that are there though. So they yeah, have the guys that could potentially be be that guy, but that guy that that guy that but they haven't shown enough of that person yet. Right, but, but you're 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 right, Chiquis. But like for example, it's like you know, Martin is hot a couple games, and then it's like. Hmm. Same thing with Oribe. Same thing with uh, what's his name, uh, Cecilio Dominguez. It's like I, I'd like to see a little bit more consistency. I'd like to see them, you know, what, when they're building up in the attacks. On the counterattacks, I think they're I think they're fabulous. I think they're they're a really great you know counterattacking team. But you know, so, but what worries me is if a team scores first, like in Tigres, you know, it's when you're building the attack. There's there it it, it, it seems like there's a lapse. Between between you know recuperating the ball and then going into the attack, and, and it's like you know the, the term that they use is the you know revolucionado or, or that it, you know the, the players just it's, it's just it's not in gears, 
It's either two. So could it be wrong that the, the, the defenders, when they when they dispossess, are more con- because the counterattack has been successful, that they're more concerned with just pushing the ball upfield as, as quickly as possible, you know, in hopes that their one of their fast forwards might fall, you know, underneath it and and, and take it. So they're just they're just there's just no connection between the defenders and the and the I, midfield. I whereas other teams, when they dispossess, like their first thing to do, okay, we've dispossessed. Now let's keep it. But let's you know. Here's a dinky little pass to my other defender. Let's keep it for a while and then work work our way up. I, I, I see that. You know, I, I do see that sometimes with America. It's like, you know, okay, boom, they recuperate the ball and they recuperate in, 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 in good field. And rather than, you know, pacing and seeing, okay, what's around and stuff like that, they'll just, you know, boom, they'll, they'll, they'll hit it far. And it's like, That's the I, like I said, you know, when, when, they're, when they're countering and, and, and they're, they have the lead or they have, you know, the, the game, you know, you know, when they're winning one nothing or two nothing, or even they're tied and stuff like that, I think they're a great team. It's it's when they're it's when they're down, or that 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 bothers me is because somehow I, I'm still not convinced that they they can create when when they need to. If only they had a player who uh, who's who they, shown they, ability to do that. Are new also, they got. Uh, Corona there, Menace is new. Every, yeah, yeah. All the players are pretty much almost new. Yeah, I know. I, I, again, I shouldn't be complaining. I mean, they're 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 top they're they're top standings right now, but that can change. That can change. I mean, in two in, the, in two in two week, uh, match days. Ronnie's rant. Ronnie's rant. Um, I don't know. <laughs> in two in two match days, they could be in sixth place. You know, you know, with, with oh. the league right now. I think they're going to go nothing but up. And and they're already in first place. They don't have they don't have much further to go. Yeah, they're yeah. I mean, I mean, they played Pachuca. They played they played Pachuca. They played Pumas. Okay, they tied it with Tigres. They tied with Pumas. I think they played better. I think they should have come out of Tigres against the Tigres game with a win. I think so. I think that they were a better team. Did you did you cancel your subscription to How to Be a, a Self Loathing Club Fan from 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 Joel or or the, <laughs> Because I do remember you were asking for pointers well, <laughs> at the beginning, I think at the beginning of the last season. So are you? Are, are you? That's because I wanted to be in the in the daily goat. Okay. <laughs> so so you're you're not quite at the point of watching America games with a with a cat of nine tails whipping your back like Opus Day to you know to 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 be angry you know to punish yourself for 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 liking America. I can't like him. I can't like. Him. You know, you're, not, you're not quite there yet. You know what? I, I love the team, dude. I love I love the club, but it, it, I, I still believe it or not. There's still a part of me, like I, was, I, I loved the team in 2013. Right. Okay. These teams, dude. There's just too for me. It's just there's too many foreigners, and and, and I do have a problem with that. I mean, I'll still support them. I still cheer their goals and stuff like that. But still, I'd like to see more more players. From, from the youth academy, and I'd like to see more, you know, you know, Mexican players in the team. So, uh, like, it's like for some reason, I don't know. Maybe that's one of the reasons why I still haven't invested myself fully, you know, with the club. It's like, uh, you know, you need to be a Chivas fan then, or a Pachuca fan. What's that? You need to be a Chivas fan or a Pachuca fan then. Nah, nah. I th- I just think that the, the league needs to to get their act together when it, in, in terms of you know. Uh, Foreigners and and uh, and stuff like that. So you differ from uh, one of our other friends on the Twitterverse, 
that America can have all the foreigners they want as long as they're high quality foreigners, high paid foreigners that are that are worth it. Nah. No. I think that that essence is getting lost, you know. It it is. Wanting to have players from the city, from from the cantera, that grew up going to the, you know, just going to the stadium or, or, you know, just around that whole ambience. It's it's just getting lost. And I know with newer fans, it's even more lost because it's just... You know, they, they like watching more international Champions League and, and, and Euro well, I mean, Cup and stuff I mean, like that. I mean, I was watching the Olympics tonight, right? And there was some guy who was wearing the Canadian flag and all this other stuff. And he was he was, he was was Dutch. He was born in Holland. You know, he had a, a Canadian dad. You know, spent his entire life in, in the Dutch speed skating system. Obviously couldn't cut it with them. So he goes to Canada. And then, you know, and then and like in, in, in a year, you know, is is eligible to to, to skate for Canada <laughs> at the Olympics? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's just there's no. It, it seems like the. Uh, but but I bet if you talk to man, you just just to finish my point. I bet if you talk to a lot of like Manchester United fans, I, I bet they'll tell you one of their favorite team was, I think it was a '99 team, and they had a lot of canteranos and and. And some but of the players that from, from Manchester. Yes. Yeah, so I mean that made them even that more special. Yeah, yeah like and now you, you go at Slatan, you go at all these other dudes. It's just not the same though. Yeah, like when you when you watch it, I think it's still on Netflix. The the class of what is it ninety two? I think that's what it was. It talks about you know the Manchester team and and how that team when you know was the base of that ninety nine you know you know Manchester team. Yeah, and, and it's like. I don't. I don't know. It's. It's just. I. I, I, just, I, I don't invest myself. I, I don't. I, I don't invest myself that much in the club. And part of it, part of it is because I just don't like. And this. And this is not just on America. I think this is just Liga MX in general. You know, in general, without the obviously the exception is Chivas because of their, uh, uh, of their policy, but it's like it's starting to become too cookie cutter, you know, in, in the sense that it's like. We don't need to be Europe. We don't. We don't. We don't need to be one of those European, you know, you know, leagues that you have to have, you know, stars in every position and stuff like that. It's like it's like when, when Arsenal went to the Champions League with what the ten what was it, ten non English people. Well, they won, their, their last championship they won. They didn't have. They didn't have, They didn't start a single Englishman. Yeah, in two thousand four. And and when was the last time, like for example, an Englishman won won the Premiership? What do you mean, an Englishman? An English coach? Yeah, an English coach. Oh. Uh, you have to think about it, wow. don't you? I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Fer- Fergie, Fergie's Scottish. You know, yeah, he is like Scottish. That. You're right. He, he, but yeah. as far as it, an Englishman, it, it, and, and it's getting, it's, you know, and it's like, and I always think of that conversation that when I had, you know, that I had with the English dude over there in, in, in Johannesburg about the English league. That's like, it's no longer English. And it's like, you could, you could see like, you know that, like how you know Hoyle loathes at Chivas. You can you could sense you could sense that. <laughs> you, could, you, could, you could, and it's like I'm like sometimes I'm like having myself like okay, I can't even watch the league sometimes. It's like because it's like I'm not that much excited anymore about it. You know, and, and it, 
it, it's very unfortunate, and 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 I, and, I, and I understand your point completely. It's just it's. Uh, and you've made that, and you've you know you've made that point many times too, John, about about you know what the hell is Pumas doing? They for thirty forty plus years they were known as the you know the you know Mexico's right. you know. And funny you mentioned that. I think one of the reasons why Pumas has has, has done well this season yeah. is be, they're, not, they're not using you know quote unquote canteranos, but they are using players that came from Pumas. You know yeah. the, the Barreras, the Barranquins, and you know and, and and some other guys, and their coach is an ex Puma. And you know they're 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 playing a, a system and a style of play that these guys have played their entire careers. So, it, you know, it, it doesn't take a genius to figure out why it is that, that you know that that that, that Pumas is playing well. You know, they just they play the the four four one one. They have you know the one kind of shifty, uh, quick little forward, and then they have the you know the the bigger target guy, and it works for them. And they have the you know the guys that the, the you know it just it, it's it. It, it, it's been working for them, and yeah, it's uh, it's like you know, this is what you need to do, you know. Yeah, well, you know, and, and it's funny because I, don't, I think you guys touched up on this what like last last week or the week before about you know the the, the possibility of, of Liga MX dropping the ascenso or dropping you know promotion relegation. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Now, uh, you know, my, my thing with that is, I mean, if, if Mexico can have forty. Fully autonomous, you know, organizations or 30, what is it, 30, 38 fully autonomous organizations, you know, okay, I, I would be down with, I would be okay with, you know, uh, or like if they couldn't have 38 fully autonomous, right. you know, clubs, I would be okay with, with, you know, suspending promotion relegation. But, you know, from, for certain things that I've read and stuff like that, it's like, it seems like they're going to do it. Because they want the NFL franchise uh, model completely, and I think with that, I know that that's going to happen. But I'm just wondering if if it's going to be to the point where you know the clubs are just gonna, not going to have you know losing the identity of the clubs, you know. Well, it depends on what they mean by the NFL franchise model. I mean, every NFL franchise has an identity, but you know they aggregate a lot of. You know, the reason the NFL is so successful is because they aggregate everything. I mean, not one team gets you know as far as television revenue or uh, you know properties revenue, uh, whatever it is, they split that thirty-two ways. Now there there's some stuff where they can you know you know make some money on their own locally. Yeah. But, uh, but, you know, the, the thing that the Liga Mekis does not have that the MLS had or the one else has is that, you know, when they expand, MLS charges, you know, whatever their fee is, uh, $100 million or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's more than that. But yeah, it's, it's, yeah. A, it's, it's a huge lump sum. It's pretty staggering. It's pretty staggering. Yeah. There's not one team in Liga Mekis that would pay that to get in the Liga Mekis. Or, or, or one team that's in the Ascenso that would pay a number, a number that high to get into that. And if and and if that's how they want to go with the with, with, with the franchise, now I do think that if 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 the day came, and I think that it's very possible that it's going to happen, they would have to expand the league, not 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 contract it, and then they would have to bring in the Tampicos and the. I, I heard but, that they were going to do that, uh, John. That they were going to add like four teams from, and I think but, it's Atlante and. Uh, but but I heard the name. San Luis. But, but, but th- this is the point that I, that I was trying to make with the franchise model. 
obviously these guys want assurances that their team is not going to be, you know, in the, in the second or third division. Right. Right. So, so obviously they're going to do things their way and they want full control. So it's, it's like, you know, screw the fans. We're, you know, like one of the things like that, that you've kind of seen here in Philadelphia with, with the, with the union is that, you know, there's a, there's a pretty big, huge disconnect between the fans and, 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 and the front office. You know, in fact, they even they even had a couple not a protest, but they, they they had a you know you know what is it the Sons of Ben or whatever they 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 were, they were basically protesting the front office, and, and 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 like and there's a you're starting to see that disconnect between the club and the fans, and I'm just afraid that you're really going to start to see that in and in, 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 uh, in league MX. You you know I I thought about that uh, Ron, and I. I... It's going through some of the files at the Citadel. Yeah. And, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what? What Citadel? It's a, I can't talk about that Citadel, Jeez. man. It's the private Citadel I have. It's not not Ron's. I, I haven't had access to that one. No. So it's not really a Citadel, then. It's just like. Oh. A... <laughs> Is it next to the other? Well, that's that's the bigger Citadel with the bottle of Jergens. Yeah. Or is it the is, is it is, is, is it the West Coast is it the West Coast Citadel? Yeah, the West Coast Citadel. It's a mini Citadel. Um, and and so back in what I think it was all five. Eleven of the eighteen Liga MX teams had an affiliate second division, which was Primera B back then. Team. So really, for the most part, there really wasn't like a relegation. You know, because they, they would just have whatever team went up that wasn't affiliate, they would just buy it. The franchise mm-hmm. would just get right. bought, you know, which Veracruz did for the most part. I, I don't know if Puebla, Puebla did. Get did. Yeah. did. So, I, would have to, I, I would have to go to my Citadel, uh, Joel, because yeah. uh, Football Total actually had a really good article. Uh, great article, actually. Going back from 94 when Primera was uh, established to, and I yeah. think this was in 2005 when they wrote it. So I had to check, you know, I had to check, but it, it gave basically all the teams that had, that played in Primera, in Primera A, which all the teams that got, you know, that, that one rele- uh, promotion and the ones that went relegation. Yeah. And, and the, sorry. Shit, I'm, sorry. I'm hitting the wrong buttons. Please continue. <laughs> so, oh, so it, it's like, Yes, something has to get done with promotion and relegation. Excuse me, suspending it. I don't know. If that's really the right thing to do, but ending it, I think, is the wrong thing to do. You know. Well, I mean, like you said, I mean, as long as long as they have a, a healthy, competitive second division where they have, then then then, then, then and I, I think they can certainly do that. I think that there just there has to be. Uh, you know, you know that that's where the federation comes in. I think the federation well, you, has to has to has to identify but, folks to do that. And, and you know what? Like in, in my Citadel files, I actually found uh, a, something written by by Ronnie. Uh huh. And, and it was on the whole Tampico Madero. Yeah. And you talked about how they how they invested all this money on the team, and they reached two finals. Yeah. 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 I thought and you were going to talk. I thought you were going to talk about the uh, Rita. Uh, no, no, no. About the. And I it actually wasn't that big. It was uh, what uh, 
that the uh, the dean of the school or the potro or whatever, you know, <laughs> the team was going to play America, so he suited himself up. That is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, we, have a, we have a caller. I just now noticed. Okay. Over, over, over. No, the what was the was it, one, uh, one Right. Did you say we had a caller, Chiquis? Yeah, from uh, was it Fort Worth area? Patch it in, man. Hey, yeah, we, we can hear you. Hear me? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now I'm from Dallas. Dallas. Who's calling us from Dallas? Yeah. Your name, sir. Uh, Eric. Eric, you've called us before, right? Yeah, once. Once, okay. Well, what is your what is your question or comment, if I, sir? If I talk to it and stop it, because there's an echo in my phone, so that's the only one. Well, well, uh, what is your uh, your question or comment? No, I was just wondering. Uh, I know there's particular or they're not they're going to expand the world. Uh, in 2022, or not, 2026. And one of the things we're thinking about is uh, combining the CONCACAF and CONMEBOL uh, qualifications. And I just I just, uh, I just want to know what you guys would think of it. Just got rid of both federations, just made one unified America's federation. Because, like, wish- personally, it just kind of bugs me that they just had separate. Because I feel like that's kind of brings the, not to say that Mexico and U.S. level of play isn't that good, but I do feel like if, like, that kind of brings it down, you don't get to play, or don't have the pressure of, of having to qualify against teams like in South America. Well, I'll tell you, if that did happen, and I don't I hadn't heard that rumor, but if that did happen, that would really screw the the uh, the, the teams in CONCACAF that, that, that thought they finally had a chance to, to, to play in a World Cup. Because uh, well, those know, teams I, would. I, I think there's only two reasons why CONCACAF exists right now. One, the one is the money. The money that the U.S. and Mexico gets from just the the, the gold cup and just you know just the, the TV rights. I get, I think I think they get a lot of money from that. That's why they're, they're kind of hesitant to like merge with Commonwealth. But also it's just you know well the supposed easy World Cup qualification. But, you know obviously you know that they can't screw up the U.S. but. But well, but yeah, but understand also that the that, 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 the the big voting block of Concacaf are the are the Caribbean teams. I mean, they they pretty much run Concacaf. So, are they more worried about making money, or are they or are they more worried about giving giving their their teams a shot of qualifying the World Cup? I mean, that, that that's going to be the question that, that that's going to be answered when and if they make this decision. Because if if, if they if they care about the, their teams, then they'll just do their own they'll do their own tournament. And that way, they have the you know the the, the Jamaicas and the TNTs and the and the Curacaos and in the ITs have a better chance of qualifying for World Cup because there's more spots. But if they combine with Comunabol saying and say that there's going to be 12 spots available, well, that means that there's going to be maybe you know eight or nine spots won by the South American teams, and the rest go to Concacaf where where they won't they won't be as competitive at all. So that that's something definitely uh, for us to keep an eye on, and, and we do thank you for the call. European team. What was that? Could yeah? Could you repeat what you said? Yeah, I just feel like also they gave like too many spots to your European teams. Like it was like at the well, obviously because you know that there's more revenue in the market, but it just feels like you know 
I also feel like people think it'll be hard for Concacaf teams, but not all like Comunbol teams are that powerful, that great. I mean, well, the way that that tournament's going to work is, I mean, if they have forty-eight teams, right? So there's going to be what sixteen European teams or more, or Paraguay. Yeah. So, so, so the way that the forty-eight team workout, they're, they're going to have they're going to have three groups or sixteen groups of three. So essentially, the World Cup doesn't really start until they until they get to the round of thirty-two because, you know, Germany is going to have a group where they play. I'm just throwing names out there. I'm going to say Costa Rica and Vietnam, right? And then the top two teams are going to advance into the uh, into the round of 32, and then that's where the tournament starts. So if you get eliminated, and 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 and, and again, in my opinion, what the 48 team World Cup is doing is it is that it's giving teams that have never had an opportunity to play in the World Cup they're going to have an opportunity to play in a World Cup. They're they're not going to advance beyond the group stage, but they're going to say that they played in the World Cup. And, That's and what the 48-team World Cup does. I want to add to that too, John. Please, you know, please, please add to it, Hoyle. Do you want to get into these markets where there's a lot of, you know, like India and China, where there's a lot of money to be made. Thailand. But, but their teams never make it. Right. So at least this time, they, they could bring in all the, all, the, all the sponsorship from those countries. Exactly. Even if they just play two games, but, but they're going to be there. Right. And that's and then and 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 again. So then the 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 real tournament starts at the round of thirty-two, and that's when the draw is going to be really interesting to to see how how they uh, how they set that up. Ronnie, or did you uh, did you? He has, he has uh, Ronnie. You have anything else to say before you? You said you were going to leave us like half an hour ago. Yes. So I just yes. want to make sure that you're that, that you're going to you're you're like that guest that never leaves. We're like. <laughs> Dude, right, I'm leaving now. I'm leaving. It's like, like, dude, <laughs> you, know, you start stretching. Oh man, I'm really tired. Time to go to bed. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Stay here. All right, guys. You guys have a good night. <laughs> Take it easy, Ron. Yep. I got one man. comment. I got one I comment. Thought, I thought he would never leave. No, before I just break, I also want to ask you guys something real quick. I know one of you guys mentioned before that uh, the Liga Max tried to like expand to the U.S. before, like during the seventies or eighties. I tried to look that up, but I couldn't find anything. I mean, I don't know if you guys could elaborate on that. Well, I'll, I'll say what I know, and it was it was actually some investors that wanted to they wanted to have a team in Los Angeles, and and uh, but they couldn't get the you had uh, the North American Soccer League back then, so they couldn't get the um, they couldn't get approved, you know. To, to for an expansion team. So so they did try and and that same people I think uh, it was Doctor De La Peña of De La Peña Eye Clinics if you're from the LA area and he ended up investing in Celaya which was were briefly in first that, division. That Doctor De La Peña and friend Fred Loya and Fred Loya Insurance might might be the same guy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man, but uh, yeah, they, you find that out because like I tried, I tried looking it up myself. I just can't find anything. Like, where oh you, man, Th- yeah. this was me being old, man, and reading La Opinion way back in the uh, early nineties, man. Uh, it's yeah, that that was the main thing, though. It, it was because and th- and then after MLS, uh, after I mean not MLS, NASL folded. But but they already had the plans for MLS, so that's why they were they weren't gonna allow. Um, uh, F- Liga MX to to have a huh? What happened? I'm sorry. No, keep going. 
Yeah, when they folded and, and when the U.S. got the World Cup rights, it was under the condition that they have a first division team. So the plans for MLS were already were already there, even though it didn't come to '96. But but because they knew they were going to start a league, that was the other reason why they weren't allowing uh, an expansion team, a Liga IMX team here. But but it was investors from here. LA? Was it going to be in LA? Yeah. Yeah, Los Angeles and San Diego were the two venues that were talked about. That, I'm that still was baffled most... as, to, as to how there's there's Canadian teams in MLS, but okay. <laughs> I had to talk questions I had to. I had to. Yeah. Hey, well, we appreciate the comment. Thanks for calling and uh, and and, th- and thanks for being. Podcast, yeah, uh, keep it up. That's well. We appreciate that, and uh, thanks for being a supporter of the show. That was Eric from the Dallas Fort Worth area who uh, called in. Of course, anyone else can call in. Chicas, did you post the number on the on, on, on the chat to call in? Uh, yes, I did. Okay, great. Well, hopefully, we'll have a another caller before we uh, before we step off. But you know, it was funny what Ron was mentioning about about Pumas. I want to touch back on because I know that we did we did start the show talking Pumas. So we might as well end the show talking Pumas as as, as one should here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. But uh, you know, because of the fact that you know, you know, you know, David Patino was, uh, you know, he's a canterano himself. You know, played at Pumas, was a national team player. Should have gone to the World Cup in '94, but got injured. I mean, he was, you know, he he was that position. He was the conductor of that team. Uh, you know, he was, you know, kind of like the Guardado of the era of the era uh, back then, playing that, uh, you know, box to box midfielder type, where the 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 play started at at his feet, but. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I do firmly believe that they, he just he just got the players to play back to you know to, to to where they're most comfortable and what they grew up playing, which is you know you know the, the you know the Bora Pumas four four one one style, and uh, it has obviously paid off for them. And hopefully, uh, hopefully they'll be able to keep it up, and hopefully they can start uh, in incorporating some of the uh, some of the youngsters. You know, like so you know you know Pumas, you know yes, it's nice that you know they have a you know a, an excellent history, but uh, they do have to get back to doing what they do best and if they can do that then they should they should be okay uh cheekies do, do, do you feel the same way yeah i agree and i actually sort of uh i don't know if disagree with what joel and ron were saying i think the the youth and the society still has uh, a lot of exciting fans that are dedicated to mexican clubs in mexico um, yes, there is the Manchester United and the Europe fans and Real Madrid and all that stuff. But if you're a, y- a young kid playing soccer in Mexico, you're going to want to play for your team, whether it be Club América or Cruz Azul or whatever, before thinking about, oh, I want to go to Real Madrid. Yeah. All that stuff. The other so thing think- about the European games, you know, they're on TV now. Yeah, they're on TV here, but they, but they were on TV in Mexico, you know, I mean, when I was a kid. So I mean, to, yeah, it, it is completely normal to have those games on. I mean, granted, they don't have as many as they had, but I mean, they always showed, you know, on, on any Sunday before they would show the Liga Mekis games, they always showed, you know, the football español, football italiano. It was it was always on TV. So I mean, they, I mean, it is nothing new for yeah. a Mexican kid to grow up watching European soccer. I think it's the I think it's the owners and the the grasping for any way to make money that is pushing pushing aside. Um, these young Mexican players and bringing in the Argentinian and South American players because they want to win. They're desperate to well, win. Well, I mean, the reality, Chiquis, is that Liga Mekis, I mean, they're, they're coming up on, on a crossroads. I mean, they have been dominated 
for for it's at least in the modern era since the what I will I would like to call the the color TV era, which started with the you know the World Cup in 1970 when they went to the Liguilla format. You know, it's obviously been dominated by by Televisa and by uh, the other TV group. You know, whoever it was. You know, Salinas, and then and, and down the line. But TV, you know, is 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 not as as powerful as it once was. Uh, you know, certainly not as powerful as it was in the 70s. And you know, they they are. You know, they are looking at other ways to find revenue. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why they're knocking around this, this promotion. I mean, imagine them saying, hey, we can, we can get rid of quote-unquote promotion relegation, and then the teams that are in the second division, they can pay their way in, and then we split the money. I mean, don't think that they haven't thought about that. So, yeah, I, think, I mean, they, they, they have to be... I'm sorry, go ahead, Chiquis. Well, I was just... You brought up the the money issue, and I think that's that's a problem. And going to the Pachuca scandal that's been going on, they've they've Pachuca's been known as or recently as with Eric Gutierrez and these other players being able to generate some some good canteranos, uh, and it's because they have money. And Pumas maybe doesn't have the same finances. Chivas maybe not as much as well. Uh, and that's why they're suffering a little bit. So I think the money has a lot to do with it, that maybe Pumas doesn't have the sufficient funds to bring up and train these youth to, um, to be first division players. Yeah. But I mean, the, 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 the vast, the vast majority of the monies that they got were from the TV contracts. I mean, I, I, yeah, uh, that's on not one there, of right, our, right. On the, uh, whatever the, the name of our chat is that we have on our, on our Twitter with some of the other folks. I posted that the most expensive ticket for a Pumas game is twenty bucks. Yep. So they're not making money at the gate. At least, you know, maybe enough to to keep the lights on. Seriously, I mean, just not that much. But the TV money that they get from Televisa is pretty good. But you know, what's going to happen if Televisa realizes that there's not as much money in MA and they got making and they have more they might where they have more competition or you know. Now, I do think the more a little more competition might might be better for the teams than the teams realize. But when, you know, t- you know, two of the teams are owned by the people that they're negotiating to have their image on on you know projected on a electronic device, you know, sooner or later it's it's going to be a problem, and and it almost always is. You know, you know, Disney doesn't own the Rams and the NFL, or you know, they don't own the Bulls. You know, uh, Comcast doesn't own the Cowboys, so to speak. You know, just it. But Televisa owns America, and they own FMF. Yeah. So that's all. It's all goes to the money. Yeah, that's something that said that they are certainly at a crossroads here. You know, w- w- which way are they going to go? You know, you know, Chivas tried to do Chivas TV, which I think was an admirable decision. Uh, I mean, obviously their execution was was terribly flawed. Uh, I don't think anybody doubts that. But I mean, it, it, if they were going to go that way, they should have paired up with a with a, you know, with an Amazon or with. Uh, That's where the money comes I mean, in. Even, also, they might. Not. I mean, even with LTE, we, we when I do when I do a show, uh, you know, we usually 
we have we have ways that we can do transmission. We can transmit with a satellite, which obviously is incredibly expensive. But now you, now we can transmit through what's called LTN, or you can transmit with it with a live view. So you, so you have options to do that. There's there's no reason why Chivas couldn't. Uh, they would have to hire and pay somebody money to with expertise to do that. Just know, like uh, you, know, you, you got to spend money to make money, and 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 Liga MX teams don't spend money to make money. They don't have money. <laughs> they they want to make money and they don't want to spend any. Exactly. That's why Leon did all the Landon Donovan stuff, and then they didn't have a website to sell his jersey or uh, all kinds of lack of marketing on the web end and stuff like that. Even the Liga MX website isn't fully. Does up- Leon even have an English account? For fans, uh, no, because that, that's you know you have to pay somebody, you have to pay a social media guy to do all that stuff, you have to pay a website admin to set up your. You know, I'm surprised that Weasel didn't didn't uh, volunteer to uh, to to do the Leon uh, English or not volunteer, but you know, uh, you know, you know, you know, maybe, maybe he has uh, to put in because I know I know what a huge Landon Donovan fan he is, and I'm sure that he would want to. Yeah. That he would want to uh, promote Landon as much as possible with the uh, English, with the fans there. This, yeah, on the Leon English site. You know, I thought about inviting Wiesel to come on so we could have like a cathartic, uh, you know, kind of like <laughs> we used to do with Joel when the Chivas was. We kind of like peel the onions and let him, you know, just you know let it all out. You know, Leon is having such a rough, you know, they're, you know, they're losing bad and, you know, but uh, I, I, I did not I did not get a chance to. But we, you know, we'll certainly have him on. If uh, if things continue to uh, deteriorate, so he can he can let it all out. It's okay. It's okay. We so you can let it all out. Let it all out. Kind of like we did last last season, cheekies with 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 Pumas being so bad. Yeah, they they were injured. Uh, there there was some uh, excitement with Castillo, but the injuries came and hit. And Leon was it? Okay. Leon started off okay. They they had two wins and a tie. Yeah, they're they're not, they're, they're in eighth place right now. But the thing is, is that their is that their losses are just are just. Yeah, they took four against Necaxa, five in Monterrey, five against Santos. I mean, I mean that is that is that is harsh. They are. Uh, what is their goal differential right now? They are minus eight. Uh, you know, America's plus nine, Santos is plus eight, Pumas is plus five, and Monterrey is plus six, and those are the top. Uh, those are the top four teams. And then, uh, yeah, so it uh, it looks pretty bleak for uh, for for, for Leon on, on some of their losses to be, but they're still in eighth place. So you're right, though. They, you know, it, it, it not, not 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 all is lost, but you know, you, you got to think that if if they score on you, man, the man, are they going to score five on us again today? Yeah. I thought Landon did all right in his first uh, in his debut. You know, I did not get a chance to watch it because I was uh, I was I was unavailable to do it. But the, he he played what like like ten minutes or so. Yeah. Did, did yeah, he in, did he did he influence the game at all in those ten minutes? He, he he held the ball a little bit. I think he lost position maybe once. But there was actually one time where uh, he he had a pass to him in the in the center. He could probably could have took a shot. Um, I think it was blocked or something happened, but it, it, he didn't look too bad. He said he didn't feel comfortable, uh, and he needs you know he's the work on his fitness, I guess, and and all that. But he looked okay. Yeah, well, hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll uh, he'll he'll get it going for 
for for Leon, for Leon's for Leon all Leon fans everywhere, you know, for their sake. So um, yeah. And and Joel, you're still uh, you're still on the on the Chivas don't make the uh, the Liguilla. Yeah, I see them missing out. Twenty five points is 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 about what you need to qualify. Yeah, and so, you've got you've got them pegged right at twenty, right? This is this is yeah, like twenty twenty one. I I'll say um yeah, that, that's basically what you look. What how how you know some of the teams. So basically, get as many points as you can at home, and reach that twenty five point mark. In, uh, you know, Liguilla that that. That plus that equals Liguilla. I remember one year uh, Ecuador made the World Cup where they they got like twenty five points. You know, we know whatever the number is, and all but all but one or two points that they won at home. They were on the road. Well, I'm saying they qualified for the World Cup. You know, they played home and home and away, and and all but two of their points that they had for the for the for the their their round robin. They're todos contra todos. They got it home. So yes. So obviously, you know that that is certainly a good strategy to qualify for the Liguilla. Yeah, yeah. That's that's where you. Yeah, and that's. I don't know, man. If, if Almeida's track record for home games it hasn't been good. It's why? Just, why does why does Chivas not have a good home field advantage? I. Man, a lot of things, you know. I I think there's a lot to it, but I can't pinpoint it. But we they just haven't since he's been at the helm. They only had like one big win, which was one three zero win. And now, do they the have most, a good home field advantage with with Chepo? I or, you know or what? Have they just not had it at the at at, at the zombie life? No, <laughs> I I need to check. You know, that was gonna be my next. I just I'm not trying to turn it into a a Chepo Almeida thing. I was just focusing on Almeida. No, no, I was just curious. I was just curious. I mean, I, I wasn't either. I was just I was just wondering if it's you know, I mean, if it, if it's something that that's consistent throughout the you know the the the, the coaches that have been at Chivas since they've been at the Omni Life is you know what is their what is their record there? I mean, are they are they are they yeah. you know are they at 500? You know, do they do they at least win half their games? If they don't win half their games, that's a problem. Yeah, no, that that needs to be my next. My next, uh, well, I got the my next study next... to check to check the stats. I yeah, the... I was just looking at Almeida's record. I got some stats right here for you. What oh. you got? Oh, here uh, we go. Was that Apertura 2015 at home? Chivas loses to Cruz Azul. They win against Morelia 2-0, and they win against Chiapas 4-1. And then, uh, and then Chepo was, I guess, sacked. And Matias Almeida started. So Chepo got fired after winning four to one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Against Chiapas, and then they lose away to Tijuana two one. Oh, he, he got sacked after the Tijuana. Okay, right. because well, because, because uh, the next game was against Querétaro, so they needed to get rid of him because Querétaro was like they had a lot of injuries. And they were just in a bad streak, so they needed Plus to get the, rid of him before, before he won. He, that. Yeah, before he won that game, they just get out of here, man. Yeah, they had some some players suspended and a couple others injured, 
get yeah, I thought I was doing bad and it's like just just get out of here man that that's when they that's why it was like kind of controversial how they fired him he was training the team and, and Almeida was landing at the airport <laughs> you know? well, yeah I mean they were I remember before the weekend Almeida was you know he came you know they reports that he was in Guadalajara with like four huge suitcases yeah, and, and his whole and his assistant coaches and everything. Right. Like his entourage. That's terrible. That is unfortunate. So uh, my next uh, my next uh, question for you, Chiquis, will be: the, the, Does does Pumas uh, do they right the ship? Do they uh, stay on the path that they seem to have started on the season, or is it uh, the beginning of a, yeah. of a of a precipitous fall? No, I think I think they stay. Like fourth or fifth throughout the whole, season. or they end up that way. Um, I, I at the initially I said Monterrey was going to probably take everything. Um, I still sort of think that, but now I think America is going to has a really good chance of winning the whole the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, America is definitely playing well, and uh, you know they've obviously added some horses that uh, that seem 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 to play well together, even though they haven't played that much together. They seem to be. Uh, showing signs that they that they will be cooking out. The the, the, the two players that I thought uh, that looked really good uh, together were the uh, the youngster uh, uh, Ronaldo Cisneros and Polido, who uh, probably should have scored a few more goals. But I do agree with you, uh, Chiquis. I think I think I think Pumas's loss against Veracruz was uh, like a market correction. You know, it just kind of you know you know brought things back to the reality of of, of where Pumas should probably really be, uh, like around fourth or fifth with with uh, with with what they have. And like I said earlier in the show, I mean, you know, they're, they're a team that could lie in the weeds and uh, and, and pounce, and uh, you know, they obviously have a good goal score. Their defense is, is immeasurably better with uh, with the Spaniard they brought in, uh, Arribas. Yeah. And uh, you know, and again, you know, they're using their, you know, they're using uh, former Pumas canteranos and playing the system they've they've played their entire, you know, the the, the with the with the wingers and the. Uh, the interplay they have with the midfielders and then either or either the you know the wandering striker or the or the center into the into the big guy and it's and it's worked well for them and hopefully it'll continue to work well and you know we also can't uh, uh, neglect the fact that that the goalie who uh, had a terrible season last season Pollo Sadivar, is playing is playing much better as well he's made some big yeah, big saves their schedule right their schedule doesn't look too bad they they go to Tijuana. Next uh, this week, and then Chivas, Leon, Toluca, Cruz Azul. Are you are you willing to say right now, Kiki's on this podcast that uh, that that uh, the game next week against the Chivas is, is, is pan comido? It's uh, I'm, I'm hoping so. It's going to be at home at 12 noon, so it, it's it should be it should be good. It should it should there should be uh, some nice uh, goat to be had. <laughs> and then they have Leon, and then they they get to look at home because it's uh, you know, much better to play them there than uh, you know, which I think is the toughest place to play in Liga Mekis, which is the Bombonera. And uh, yeah, you're right though; the schedule doesn't look. Uh, they'll have Santos late in the season when it's going to be real, really hot. And they get Puebla at home, which is which is good. You know, good. Anybody that gets Puebla at home. Uh, that is definitely, but they definitely have to go to the Tamalera. So I think that you probably want to, you know, mark that one down as a loss. Yeah. But but every other game is 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 reasonably winnable for for Pumas. 
yeah, with, with the way that they're playing right now. Yeah, so again, I, I think you know, uh, Chiki's uh, you know, goal like Hoyt says, you know, to get 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 to your twenty five points. They're more than halfway there right now. They have eleven games to get. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no, ten games to get eleven points. So if 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 you win three, draw two, and then, uh, you know, then you have five games to to, to get a few more points. I mean, I mean, Pumas has a really good opportunity here to. To write a lot of uh, to write a lot of wrongs to, to to wash a lot of sins away, but it, it, if they do have a, a very reasonable season, and I think it, you know, at some point if they're you know if, they, if they've qualified for the league, yeah, let's say like in I mean I'm just you know I'm begging here, but like in like like in jornada catorce quince they have like a couple of weeks to play, still player starters and and, and still get the points because the yeah is 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 going to be gravy, you know you have right now the most important thing for Pumas is to get as many points as possible. As many points as possible this season. I mean, you, you, I mean, if you have you have a team that got a little hot, let's ride it for as long as they go. And if they can get, and if they can get something like you know thirty thirty one points, it would be a just an absolute. I mean, I got, just an incredible shot in the arm for them to, to go in the next season. So definitely doable for Pumas, I think. Yeah, take advantage. We'll see how it turns out. Well, gentlemen, uh, we've uh, we've gone on of our, our usual two hours or so, so we want to go ahead and wrap it up. Joel, thank you for joining us, and and thank you for uh, you know for being our, our resident uh, our resident pragmatic. Oh, anytime, John. You know, Joel, it's it's it's, it's almost like you 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 are uh, you are a, a maker and bottler of what I like to call reality juice. <laughs> You like to give, make sure everyone has their their recommended daily dosage of reality juice. So we do thank you for bringing that. Chickies, uh, thanks a lot again for setting everything up, setting up the call. I'm glad we had a, a couple of callers, and, and thanks to everyone who was on the chat uh, tonight. Uh, had a couple a couple of new names and a couple of names I recognize. Uh, so we do appreciate that. Yeah, and uh, glad to be here. Thanks for hosting. Of course, and I want to thank uh, Daniel Preciado and uh, uh, Ronnie De Luna who uh, joined us earlier and and, and uh, had to step off. But uh, do appreciate everyone uh, that listens to us here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. Uh, like I said, we're on every Thursday, live at nine thirty, usually, usually around nine thirty ish on on YouTube. Uh, sometimes we start a little late. We can't, you know, we just can't help it. Sometimes it's just, you know, it is what it is, and uh, I'm sure you all understand. But we can download this and every previous version of our podcast from the uh, Podcast Center on iTunes. If you subscribe to it, they'll, you can set up notifications on your phone. You know that the, the minute that Chiki's posts to the podcast, uh, you'll know about it. And, of course, you can download it from Google, from Google Play. You can follow us on the Twitter at uh, CantinaMX underscore pod. And uh, our, our Facebook page is actually doing very well right now, so you can certainly uh, follow that. And uh, if you want to uh, get your news through Facebook, you can certainly do that. I know that the, we're, uh, uh, Hoyt is very active in, in, in posting not just news, but, uh, you know, some, uh, some uh, news of the weird around the world of soccer as well. And some, and some funny stuff too. Some, some, some good, uh, some good men's. And actually, before we go, I, I, I have to say, uh, last week you guys were giving me uh, a little bit of grief about my, my, uh, about my, the position that I took about Real Madrid, uh, and 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 Paris Saint Germain saying Ramadan was going to take care of business, and they didn't even 
they had no business winning. They didn't possess whatever it is, and they still won three to one. So uh, imagine how bad they're gonna they're gonna beat that team when they actually put 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 the screws to them, which I think they're gonna do in Paris. So, just saying. Yeah, poor Neymar. He, uh, you know, I, I like Neymar. I think he's, I think he's a terrific player, but he just, uh, just does not have that. Uh, he needs to control his temper as soon as, and when when he gets that under control, then I think he'll be an outstanding player. And he is an outstanding player, but he needs to control his temper. Temper also the uh, uh, Di Maria. His wife had a temper tantrum also, apparently, because he didn't play. So there might be some issues there. I don't know why he wouldn't play. That guy's yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, no, it's, yeah, no, it's, well, one thing I, 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 I will say now, and, and I think that you can, uh, that, that, that this is as close to being a lock as there is as possible. They said that they might, they might go to Real Madrid, and then it, it may or may not happen. I don't. I don't know for sure. I think. I think it would. It would cost them like like three or four hundred million euros, which I'm sure they'll easily and happily spend. But I do think the guy that's going to end up at Real Madrid, especially if he has a, a decent World Cup, is going to be Mohamed Salah. There's no doubt in my mind that that guy is going to be a Real Madrid player, even if he doesn't have a good World Cup next year. He's playing for Real Madrid in in September. That guy is fantastic, and when you got a, a fantastic player. That plays on a team like that, Real Madrid's going to come call. Him. They did it with Hamid. They do it with everybody. Talking about Chuki? No, I'm talking <laughs> about Mohamed Salah. Oh, he scored. He scored 30 goals in all competitions so far this year for Liverpool. 30. He made Diego Reyes. I'm not going to say he made him look foolish. But he did beat him pretty. I mean, the one goal was just an outstanding play. I don't think Diego Reyes is, could be, you know, at fault for that. And, and this was right when Diego Reyes was. His, he's about to be a free agent. There was a couple Italian teams looking at him. Yeah, they let uh, they 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 they, uh, they wanted to emulate the Leon defense. I think at uh, at, uh, oh. at at Oporto. <laughs> At midweek, no, that was it was pretty ugly. They got they got whipped pretty good. They got whipped. Uh, they got whipped pretty good. So Salah is the Premier League's version of Di Giannini, huh? Yeah, he uh, he is he's he's fun to watch, man. He, you know, Egypt, uh, a very winnable group. Uh, they have they have Russia. I mean, I forget. I mean, in fact, they should be the favorite. Let me look at the. I forget who's who's in their group right now, but the, but they they can certainly win their group, and I'm, I'm see who, who they have in the cruce. Yeah, so it's Egypt, Russia, Saudi Arabia, and Uruguay. So I mean, they would be favorites against Russia and Saudi Arabia for sure, and and then they play Uruguay um, as well. So I, I and then. In their cruce, they have the group of Iran, Morocco, Portugal, and Spain. So they would play either Portugal or Spain. So, 
we'll see what happens. But but I do think that uh, that that he'll be he'll be for uh, he'll be he'll, he'll be a Meninga for sure. Because uh, you know, uh, uh, Joel, you know Real Madrid, you know who their cantera is. Oh no! Our team. The rest. Every of other the team. <laughs> Real Madrid's cantera. Barcelona. But actually, actually, Real Madrid's cantera has actually been better than Barcelona's. Or is the players they have lately? But but as far as their super super idolos. Other than Raul, most of them all have, have you know come from somewhere else. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, but you're right though, like... lately they have they have done well. Go ahead. Yes. You were saying? No no, just just that and I was seeing they were showing like the list. They were showing a list of players and and how many how they're doing the like canteranos, and yeah, a lot of the Barcelona's players just sort of like disappeared. For, uh, for I wish Profe Cambiarayas was here because you know he was, you know he he always likes to remind me how Nestor got rid of a. Uh, yeah, can't remember that guy. No, 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 not Westerhoff. There was a dude that was part of. Oh uh, yeah, the guy who started the La La, La Nord, uh, the uh, Barcelona's. Of, yeah, he was. He was well. I don't know. If, I don't think he started, but he was one of the. He was one of the coaches during their golden generation. Right. Javi Iniesta and all that, and he landed in Chivas, and he was. He was only there for a couple of months, but. Profe Cambiarraya is still not over it that we let him go. And uh, even though I remind him, like, where is he now? And he's he's like in Puerto Rico somewhere in some La amateur Masia. team. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, they also let uh, Johan Cruyff go, too. I know that was. I saw that coming, though. But, well, yeah, I mean, the minute, the minute he signed him, you saw it coming. I mean, that was never going to end well, ever. Well, well, the minute I saw that he was only going to come to the team, he was going to give him, what, 30 minutes of FaceTime once a week and then be at the club once every three months or something. And I was like, that, that's not going to work. Right. You, you, need, you need to see him in the stands every home game. Now, to to, to Johan Cruyff's credit, he did, he did finally convince Vergara to get rid of that nasty carpet. Yeah. So, so that, that is the fact they should they should call it el, el pasto Johan Cruyff, la grama Johan Cruyff, in his honor for for making that happen. Gentlemen, we should probably we should uh, probably head on out uh, before we get uh, sidetracked again. But uh, I do appreciate uh, both of y'all coming on, and appreciate you, the listener, for for hanging out with us. We'll do this again next week, uh, Thursday night, nine thirty central on YouTube. My name is John Jagu. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks very much.